We the GamerCast is powered by the You, Me, and Capri Patreon. We want to say thank you to some people starting with our Diamond Executive Producers, Slimer Snarf, Lee Navarro, and Jonathan Brown. Also, our Platinum Producer, Robbie Bobby Miller. And then to our Gold Level Patrons like James Johnson, Jean Kay, Skinny Matt, Ashley Nicholson, Aaron Gropper, Trucker Sloth, Argo, Ryan Turford, Egg Shen, and Ray Sony Pony Martinez. Thank you everyone for all of your support. Sean Capri, and welcome to We The Gamer Cast. It publishes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play every single Monday. Thank you for subscribing, for rating this show on Apple Podcasts, and telling your mom, telling your grandma, telling a friend, telling everybody, welcome to the show. Uh, every now and then, I get a little bit, you know, I could do this over again. I could do the scream maybe once or twice, the, the hey, um, but it's... It's a little early, actually. I have left this as late as I could possibly leave this uh, because I'm I'm staying up way too late playing amazing video games with friends, but I'm getting way ahead of myself because if you're new, here's the deal. Every week I have sweet hangs with a stranger from the internet. We talk about video games and life, and if you want to be on the show, you can tweet at me, at Sean Capri. Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants. Uh, here's the thing. It is 8.13 in the morning as I record this. I should absolutely be working right now. Uh, but I was up until I God knows what time last night playing, playing golf with Ryan Turford and Donnie Reese, uh, the man on the moose and the man from PSVG land who eats all the hype. And man, I am, I'm just, this has been such an amazing week. I hope you guys have had a good week. I hope you're having a good day. Um, and I hope that like, I feel like gaming right now, at least for me, is so fun right now. There's a whole bunch of really fun games that we can all play together, um, dropping on Game Pass or dropping for free on PlayStation Plus. And even on like Flight Simulator has been a really good time this week. There's so much fun. And people still playing Animal Crossing, of course, um, discovering new things over there. So I hope that you guys are feeling as good about gaming as, as I've been. I've actually like, I'm back streaming, man. Like we're back at twitch.tv slash Sean Capri, uh, most nights this week. And playing a bunch of stuff. I was playing Battletoads and we flipped over to Fall Guys, played some with Chelsea the other night. It has been, it's been super fun. But <laughs> doing uh, the Pants Podcast and this comes at a ridiculous time. So usually I'm afraid of doing the scream, as I was mentioning, because it's too late at night. Now it's too early in the morning and I don't know what I've just disrupted upstairs. I don't think Ellie was quite awake yet. So, and also, it's when it's either late or first thing, it's like, what's happening to my voice right now? Like this is a, I actually have delayed this as long as I could. I got myself a cup of decaf coffee, which we'll get into in a, in a bit, uh, just to warm up the voice a little bit. I can't do like, should I do like singing warm ups? Is there like scales that I should do before this thing? I'll look for your guys' advice. If, if we have any vocal coaches out there or any, you know what, even if you're not a vocal coach, <laughs> whatever advice you guys have to get that. I'm not, I'm not too crazy about this morning's hay. It was a little like, I don't know. Uh, also, shout out to Jace at Backeridge, uh, for making me super self-conscious about it. So I hope you're doing good. <laughs> he made, he did a great impression of that, which actually sounded less like me and more like a Nickelodeon cartoon, like villain. It was really, you'll have to, you know, check him out at twitch.tv slash Backeridge for, for more of that. Um, man, 
I feel good about a lot of things right now, guys. Feeling a lo- very energetic this morning, that's for sure. It's Friday as I record this, so the weekend is coming. And I, and, oh, did I say the patrons get this first? Thank you to the patrons at patreon.com slash shotcooper. You guys are getting this immediately after I'm done recording this on a Friday. Uh, free feeds on Monday, but it is, I don't know, a lot of content creators listen to the show. I don't know if you guys can, um, can jive with this, but, I, I do a lot of shows. I do this. So I do Cup of Joe and Nintendo with Bobby. I do the Xbox Drive with Ryan, um, streaming, pants, podcasts, all the things. And I'm feeling really good about every single one of them, man. It is very rare, probably just by a numbers thing. That's too many things to be feel good at. But it's it's I feel like it's all driving, man. A lot of people are listening to the Xbox Drive. I had a nice uptick over there um bobby and i just jiving over at cup of joe and nintendo it's been good even though <laughs> i'm really struggling with nintendo right now but we still have really good chats everything's really nice man so i'm just wanted to put out the positive energy and just like it, i just reflect on it a little bit i'm really grateful that things are clicking right now and it feels really good and maybe not surprisingly that i have this energy is because i've i've strung together a couple days of of fitness i found it i found the time again I think a lot of it really depends on on work. I've had lunch hours where I've actually been able to do this, but I'm back on um, Beachbody On Demand's 21-Day Fix. That's not an ad. That's just me appreciating it. It's, it's the one, man. I've tried a couple of other things. They haven't really stuck. I'm back at the beginning here because I've lost... If any of you guys have been listening to this for a while, uh, I did it before. I actually did 42 days somewhat straight and um, had good results. I felt really good at the end. And then I just got lazy over kind of like my birthday over July, um, put on all the weight back. Uh, and even if I didn't put all the weight, I put on like inches. I just didn't, I didn't feel good. My, and, um, I, the other thing I should say is I don't fit in my clothes. <laughs> like most of the time I'm wearing sweats, which is great. But earlier this week and last week I had to go, um, I had to wear some, some actual work clothes and they don't fit and I'm too cheap to buy any new ones. So that motivates me like nobody's business to, uh, lose some inches, get back into shape. And just so that I can actually like hang out with my kids and not be completely out of breath and sweaty all the time. And who doesn't like to be in shape anyway? So I'm, I'm back on it. Grouchy Surge and I, we chatted about it a little bit uh, earlier this week. So I've been on it ever since then. And I'm happy about it. And I want to get into the chat. This is Grouchy Surge. Many of you guys know Grouchy Surge from his podcast, The Backlog Busters. But if you haven't, you should definitely check it out. He's putting together a ragtag group of people over there. You can follow him on Twitter at Grouchy with two R's. But he's anything but grouchy. Um, he's a wonderful person. I've known him for a long time. And he reached out to me and he said, uh, hey, my three-year anniversary uh, of being on We The Gamer Cast originally was, is coming up. So we should probably do a little something something. So you know what? I'm all for celebrating odd number anniversaries. <laughs> it's not one year. It's not five years. It's not ten years. But yeah, three years. Let's do it, man. It's It's been far too long. But that seems to be the thing. Right now, I feel like three years ago, things were really happening on We <laughs> the Gamer Cast because um, Garrett Bland was on, and we've kind of getting we're getting back into the cycle of seeing who's on three years ago. Not not on purpose. It's not like anybody's going through a list, but it just it just feels like the right time. So I hope you guys are going to enjoy this chat with Grouchy Surge, and I hope you're going to enjoy this song by Jonathan Brown. It's featured just I'm, it's gonna it's gonna play right after I say his name. Um, you can find Jonathan Brown at P M E J I B on Twitter. All the links are in his bio. He's done a bunch of stuff. And a lot of help for me. He also does a song for the Xbox Drive. This is a slice of lice. Po- Wait, what? A slice of lice? No, thank you. Wash your hair. This is a slice of life podcast. It was great to catch up with my good friend, Grouchy Surge.
Do you th do you have too many toys, Serge? Yes, but they're all in boxes, and I'm working <laughs> on getting rid of stuff because really? I don't have any shelving systems. Are you really? How are you getting rid of it? Because I need to know the secret. Uh, well, I'm going to be donating some of it. Oh, good one. Just finding people that want it mm -hmm. and getting it to them. What kind of stuff are you getting rid of? Uh, random old collector's editions that I don't want anymore. Yeah. Just stuff that I find. Like, um, I was going through a box of random cords mm -hmm. and I mm -hmm. found an old, <laughs> yeah, I, I got a, I got a whole big blue tote full of them, uh -huh. but I, I found, um, a 360 Madden faceplate. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So I'm going to get that over to like Coach Mo. Nice. You Are know, you really? Huge. Yeah. I'm going to get a hold of him, get his address and just send it over to him. Um, I also have a Yoda one, but I don't think I'm going to part with that. After you get his address, send him something that he'll regret first. Like, regret having provided you with his address. Give him just, like, this, this <laughs> creepy envelope where it's just, like, nothing inside except just, like, a little tiny, like, hello. Yes, because then the next thing he gets from me, he's just going to throw away and he'll miss out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That would be so funny. Well, only if, like, you could get the actual reaction to it. Otherwise, it's kind of just, like... You might yeah. be doing some harm, and there's no <laughs> actual payoff. You're just like, yeah. and he's changing his address, and he's moving. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to anger the big man. Yeah, no, that would be uh, bad. I that have, bad. Uh, I think it's a 360 or a PS3. I have a, uh, what the heck is that, Dark Souls 2 Collector's Edition? Sure, yeah. So I'll Why probably get that, that over... Uh, I don't know. I bought it. It was dumb. Were you buying... I did this with movies. I don't think that I did it... Um, maybe in the 360 area, I did a little bit with games. Where you just bought things, like, just because? Like, really uh, just because? Like, especially if they were on clearance, and I yeah. could find them cheap. And I was like, well, maybe I'll try it. But yeah. then I found out the games were hard, and I was like, yeah, maybe I won't ever do this again. There was definitely... There's... Actually, it's funny, because I never played... Um, and I bought Double Agent. Or no, what the heck was it? It was Splinter Cell. Wasn't it called Double Agent? It was like the first one or something early in the day. I bought it because it was $12. And there's a couple of the games on 360 that I that I can pick out in my mind. Of just I bought it because it was super cheap, and that's mm -hmm. it. And now here we are. I don't know about you if you've gone to like a, a GameStop or anything recently. But because we're going on to the next generation, they're like giving away 360 PS3 stuff, right? Because then... Like, pretty soon, PS4, Xbox One stuff is going to be last year. Right. So they're trying to clear out all this stuff. So it's like, come in. And, like, it's almost like an entry. It's like a door prize. Like, they just <laughs> they just, they just walk in the door and they, they huck 360 and PS3 games at you. Yeah. I thought about picking up a bunch of Wii U games because of that. Yeah. But, eh, I don't know. There's only so many. You can actually, that's a collection. Like, even Jam's Games. Yeah, but the collection. problem is the games that are going to be hard to get are going to cost you an arm and a leg. Yeah, yeah, they really, that's so, the dumbest I, thing, isn't it? Uh, the it's like third. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's that game that everybody get. thought was crap except for like one guy in England. Very done. Very done. <laughs> Just name him out. Yeah, don't even, in England, he's in Ireland. <laughs> I don't know where he's at. Dude. They're all foreigners to me. Well, so did you ever do that with movies too? Like, what about your collection beside you? Is that movies beside your TV or what? This over here? Yeah. These are all my uh, Steelbook movies. Ooh, show me, show me. So. Oh, Batman, I love it. That's yeah. a great set. Did you I mean, get all I got of them? Some the original some, Batman ones? Uh, maybe not all of them. E.T.? E That's nice too. Like, it it just started. Like, I, I picked up some stuff for my wife. Like, Beauty I and bought the Beast? Oh, it's still Best Buy. Well, this is just the Steelbook. Sure. Pre oh, it's not even the movie? movie? 
Well, this one isn't. Okay. You pre-ordered the movie. They gave you the steelbook after the fact. Right. Um, this one, I got the movie as a gift, and I picked up the steelbook before I knew that I got it. So this is the remake, Mm -hmm. and it was the steelbook. Um, I've got, like, all the Lord of the Rings steelbooks. I think I'm missing one of the Hobbits. Why did that make, if they, if they just made steelbook standard, maybe physical would have had a chance. I would be poor. Yeah, right? Just every single, every single movie steelbook. It's not real steel. Well, no, but at least least as far as I know, I don't think it's real steel. I haven't tested (laughs) So yeah, so that's just I want to I want to get a shelf for my Steelbook game collection, mm-hmm. and then leave those as like okay, the only games I'm going to pick up physically are Steelbooks. Yeah. So you know, like Last of Us Part Two, Ghost of Tsushima, stuff like that. Yeah. It's like if I'm going to buy it physical, I want to have a reason to do it. It's physical. Yeah. yeah, I can't talk. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. Well, I don't think all Steelbooks are created the same. Like some are really really nice, and some are just not. They're not great. And I went through the time of just like buying things just because they were steelbooked. And then I kind of look back and go like, mm, that one doesn't even have like the title on it. Like that's just a, a blotch of uh, I don't even know what that is like three years later. I have a bunch uh, of those. I agree. That's why it's just going to be like games that I really want. That's smart. That's smart. Like the one of the steelbooks I picked up and I had no interest in the game, but the steelbook was just so gorgeous was uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Oh, wow. I haven't seen that one. Uh, yeah, well, I can't dig it out for you right now. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's hiding. That's fair. But, but I'll, I'll take a picture. It has like basically the cast of characters wrapped around the whole steel book. Yeah. Well, you're in your new house now. You, I you, am. You've, you've, it's, a lot uh, has happened since we last had you on the year show. Number two. You're in year two in your new house. You've, have you like, is it home? Have you settled in? Like, are you, do you still have things you need to do to like make your space your own? We, we are upgrading. Like, what you built the house? Know. Like, didn't you like like design the house? Uh, well, so when you go to pick out the stuff that they want to give you, right? A lot of the upgrades are really expensive, sure, and not worth the price they're quoting you. Okay, like what? So you go with a lot of the basics. So we went with carpet instead of getting tile throughout the house. Okay, knowing that we were going to save up and then just redo the tile because all mm-hmm. their tile selections we didn't really like, mm-hmm. and they won't let you buy the product somewhere else and they would use it, right? So just a lot of stuff like that. Um, we we had to do the backyard, so we got pavers put out there, a little mm-hmm. bit of grass, uh, put a jacuzzi out there. Yeah, I saw so, that. Yeah, you know the really cool thing about the jacuzzi in Vegas? In the summer, you don't even have to turn the son of a bitch on. Oh, I was just going to ask you, why don't you have some sort of like cooling tank out there or something? Yeah, I know. Yeah, like we'll literally get out there and we'll go into the jacuzzi like when I get home from work. It could be like midnight, 1 o'clock in the morning. It's 105 yeah. degrees. In the jacuzzi. Uh, actually. Yes, because we have a cover on it to make mm-hmm. sure nothing gets in there and no kids fall in, stuff like that. Sure. So you pop the cover off <laughs> and it's like 105, 106 degrees just because it's so hot out there. That doesn't but, sound that doesn't sound and, desirable at all. Well, you know what, though? Sometimes it relaxes your muscles. It feels good. You could just sit on the edge with your legs in it and, you know, you just sit out there, have a couple of beers, chat with the wife, mm-hmm. and all is good in the world. That However, nice. it's after summer that it's going to be good. You know, midnight and like yeah, December. when it's only eighty-five degrees in Vegas. Well, you know, it's gonna when it's late though. It's gonna be sure. like 50, 60 degrees, yeah, and you get into a hundred-degree hot tub. You got the cool breeze and then the hot water, and it, it's it's like driving with your air condition on and the windows down. You're just like, ah, oh. sorry, you're you're in Canada. It's like driving with your heater on and the windows down. <laughs> That's exactly what I was gonna say. That's exactly we've, what it is. Yeah. We've definitely we've definitely done that and enjoyed it. 
You know what I mean? That's Ooh, definitely a thing. Speaking of which, as of Wednesday, I just uh, upgraded my car. Oh. Uh, my 2005 Ford Focus mm-hmm. basically was shitting the bed. Turbocharger. Oh, come on. Uh, <laughs> so I, uh, <laughs> throw uh, like the a... AC on it basically died. Okay. So it, it was like kind of like uh, too many repairs. Yeah. So now I have a 2019 Corolla. Nice. Air condition works. It accelerates really nice. Mm-hmm. It looks clean. I'm going to have to figure out a way to keep it clean. Yeah. Um, do you have and, any hope for that? Like, are the kids going to be in that car? Oh, yeah. The kids are always in cars. Yeah. Why do kids destroy cars? Like, how is that just a normal well, thing? So the thing that I want to do with this one, this is the first time I've ever bought a car when I was, like, in a serious relationship with kids. Okay. Before, it was always like, I'm single. I can do whatever I want with my car. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try to make an effort to, like, clean it out once a month. Go yeah. in there with the shop back and vacuum it, you know, get some car washes, clean the sheet, the, the seats. Yeah. And, instead of, well, it's been three years. I guess it's time to take the Seriously. find all the fries that are sitting in the back seat. The, that's how I am now. And it drives me crazy because when I was when I was single, I was washing my car every single week, like two, two hours a week. Just like drive the way had a great in Canada. It's called uh, or at least in this part of Canada. It's called Hughes. You just like a dollar, just a coin car wash kind of thing. Oh, yeah. And they've got like these great big bays. And we would just like that would be the place to hang out. Like we we're like my grandpa hanging out at the at the drive in. You know, yeah. just getting some burgers and everything, hand out with his greasy hair. That was us with our greasy cars yeah. and everything. Well, car washes, I don't know. They they seem to have gotten expensive. They're like six or seven bucks to go mm-hmm. through and get the wash. And so there's a bunch of places out here, though, that'll give you like a monthly pass. Yeah. Like 20 bucks for a month oh. and you can go unlimited times. I would like so, that very much. You know, like five or six times a month, I can just go run through. And then afterwards, they have the big... Uh, gigantic commercial vacuums mm-hmm. that you can just go and suck up all the dirt. So that's what I want to do. And maybe like once a year, um, I, I don't know what they call it, detailing or whatever, mm-hmm. basically get somebody to go in there and clean the seats and like get all the grease and the grime out of it. Yeah. Treat yourself. That's yeah. a nice thing. That's a nice thing that, that Chelsea does with her, with her car every once in a while. Cause she mostly is the one with the kids, but now we've got one car. Now we've just got the single truck. truck. So now, now I have to kind of like, I mean, I guess it's okay if the kids do that too. I don't drive it all that often, to be uh-huh. fair. But like, I'm like, I'm way cleaner my car than I am in the house. And now oh, I can okay. have to like live with that part being like, it's not yeah, clean. well, now that I have kids, I'm trying to like get into a cleaning schedule and become better at that kind of stuff. Because I know the kids are going to watch whatever I do, and they're just going to mm. soak it up and be like, eh, dad's a slob. I mean... Good point. So it's like, I want to try to set those good examples. I mean, I'm not the greatest at it, Yeah. but I was talking with the wife. I'm like, every week, we should just come up with a cleaning list Yeah. and be like, hey, these are the 10 things we're going to do during the week, whenever we have time, whoever has time, you know, if it's like wiping the doors off or cleaning the ceiling fans or just mm-hmm. something, and then like the next week, have a different list the next week. You know, make your way the whole way through the house and start over. You just completely reverse my entire outlook on this entire thing because I was of the mind lately. I'm like, because I would really want to scrub, right? Like I'm, I'm when I clean, like I really like to clean, like I get down yeah. to the baseboards and everything. Um, but I, lately I've been like, man, like by the time I'm even finishing cleaning, the kids have destroyed whatever everything area else. I started out with. So I was like, man, that's super demoralizing. However, so I was kind of thinking, like, maybe I just don't clean as often. But, yeah, they definitely need to see 
me clean. Like they need to know that that's a thing that's important and that's part of right. kind of your I day-to-day mean, life. It doesn't matter that I just picked up all of the uh, Lego blocks, all of the Hot Wheels cars, put them in totes, moved them, vacuumed mm-hmm. the floor, and wiped down the walls. Because 20 seconds later, my daughter's going to walk by and dump all the toys out again because yeah. she thinks it's funny. But they see me doing it, and I try to get them to help me do it. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, the five-year-old complains. He's like, well, why should I have to do that? Sophia's the one who dumped it. I'm like, just do it. I told yeah. you to. Mm-hmm. But they at least see me doing it. They see me doing it. And I just if I have the routine as they get older, hopefully they'll develop the routine or at least know, well, dad's doing it. So I have to do it or something. Yeah. Where do you you have a lot of this like sage kind of like parenting perspectives and like where does that come from? Like, were you, did you have good parents? Ah, uh, no, they were awful. Sean. <laughs> I was worried that you might say that. I don't know. Man. Well, like I wasn't I've never been a clean kid like my parents you know, they would clean and I would help if they asked. Yeah. But I've always been like the messier type. And it's like, I realized that if I set that example, they're either going to follow the example or they're going to be like, "Eh, somebody else is going to clean. Why should I have to do it? Right. So I just at least want to set the example so that if they are sloppy and they grow up, Mm -hmm. I can be like, well, see, I tried to get you to do it. And now that your kids are making a mess, it's hard to catch up. And how many do you have around the house now? You got 17, 18 uh, kids? 37, I think. Yeah, is yeah getting up there. Like, you're counting dozens, actually. Well, the problem is that it's three, yeah. but it's 15. <laughs> yeah, I've got high school, yeah. kindergarten, and a two-year-old. Yeah, yeah, that's um, one way to do it. Yeah. So what, what are you drinking? Is that, did you, you were, you were balancing between alcoholic or energy drink tonight? I, I didn't go with energy drink. I went with a, a Mountain Dew Zero. Ooh. And some screwed oh, whiskey in what it. In the- <laughs> I was not <laughs> expecting that. I might I might get a little goofy as the night goes on. So screwball whiskey. It's a peanut butter whiskey. That's not a little bit of it either. <laughs> well, I'm not saying that I did this whole thing. What I No, I, I know, uh, but we'll buy just... like a Coke or a Coke Zero and at the end of the night, because I've been trying to eat healthier. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk about that too. So I'm I'm back to the fasting. I'm cutting myself off after dinner. Mm-hmm. And granted, you're not supposed to take in any calories. Yeah. So cutting out the beer, which I just I like beer. I like trying new beers. And instead, it's like, OK, I'll have like a zero calorie drink with a little bit of whiskey. That'll give me like the alcohol. Just give yeah. me something to relax before bed. And I, I love this peanut butter whiskey. You buy some Welsh's uh, grape juice, mix it with the peanut butter whiskey. Man, you got what? a peanut butter and jelly liquid sandwich in your Stop. mouth. Stop. That's not a real thing. That actually almost made me throw up in my face a little bit. Really? That's good? About? That's good? Peanut butter and jelly is not good? No, I I realize that. But that doesn't doesn't always translate into drink form. Yeah, well, when, when the guy... I like pizza, but I don't want pizza slurpees. <laughs> Yeah, well, if like most of the time that doesn't work. It's going to be chunky. That's gross. (laughs) It's like what the Ninja Turtles gave to the monsters. Like they just kind of like mushed everything up and just, dude, I was really expecting like, okay, you were like alcohol or energy drink. Okay. And I'm like, okay, it's going to be kind of an intense drink night. And you're like, nah, I backed it down to a Mountain Dew Zero. I'm like, all right, cool. So we're mellow. And then (laughs) this massive (laughs) bottle bucket of of (sighs) alcohols gets slammed to my face. I love it, man. That was... You're the master of surprise. I never know what to expect. Well, Aside that, from the fact that you got a giant fat man in Vegas sign behind you. I know basically yeah, I, like that. I had to dig it out to keep myself motivated again. 
Yeah. Motivated looking for any motivation healthy. I can. So I like bring it out. That way I look at it. I come in here to play games and like I see it and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, got to stay on focus. Got to yeah. stay on point. Why is this so, excuse me, why is this so hard? Uh, because ice cream tastes good. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually the, the absolute simplest answer. Like, like that's, that's the honest truth is like mm-hmm. my problem is I can moderate. Yeah. Doing the fasting helped me last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I started doing it again over the last couple of weeks and for the most part I've been good. Yeah. But ice cream, potato chips, all that stuff. It just, it tastes good. Yeah. And I want, where it. does it, it come from? How does it get into your house? How does it get into my house? Yeah, are you buying uh, it or is somebody else it just bringing makes it? it to my car. Yeah. Uh, sometimes because it's so hot, work will ha- buy like a whole bunch of ice cream and uh, throw it in a fridge worst. for everybody. Yeah. Um, so we don't really buy ice cream, but the kids yeah. want like some chips or popcorn once in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my problem is driving to work, stop and get like a drink. Maybe I'll buy an energy drink or something. Mm-hmm. And you're in a 7-Eleven and they've got every type of junk food in the world. Yeah, there. all the healthy choices right there in front of you. Exactly. I can mm-hmm. pick up the kale chips and like the the angry pickle or I can get a bag of <laughs> chips and like, you know, a lemon pie. Yeah. So it's just about it's a, it's about willpower is really what it comes mm-hmm. down to. And I if I don't find constant motivation, I lack the willpower. I give up. Yeah. And it's not even like seeing the numbers drop when you're weighing yourself every day, every week, whatever it is. It's it's like having people there to encourage you. Mm-hmm. I mean, admit it. How how much better were you doing when you and I were like messaging each other back and forth every day? It's, yeah, to be honest with you, like, I knew man, I, I, I going to be chatting on. with you today, and I did. I did. I jumped back in. I jumped back in. I was like, "This is it, day <laughs> one." I'm, I'm. I at least did day one. I even like. I even had a shower. I was like, and you know, actually, so part of the motivation was. I mean, talking to this grouchy tonight, so like, it'd be really good to tell him like I'm on day one. And the other thing was. I could really use a shower. So if I work out, I will absolutely need a shower after that. So like when you're so stinky, you can smell yourself. I was kind of in that situation. Oh, yeah. I feel like I'm getting in that situation today, just being outside in the heat. Yeah. But, but yeah, that's the thing. And it's like, you know, just having that little bit of support. So last year when I was doing it, I was talking about it. People were cheering me on. And then it was like, there was a couple vacations and I stopped doing it. So I stopped talking about it. Yeah. Yeah pandemic hit and then i gained 600 pounds and same i haven't left this couch in six months now i mean it's (laughs) like i feel like i've molded into it but yeah so that's what it came down to it's just you you have to have part of of it like you want to do that like there's something about like when your time is being fragmented across all the different responsibilities like all you want to do at least your brain is telling that you just want to like sit and play video games for 40 hours straight Right, and then turns out like it's probably not the most healthy thing to do, uh, both for your waistline or really anything. Like I don't know, like if that even puts you in a good state of mind, especially well, if you've got thing. games like Last of Us on the go. Uh, yeah, but you you go into every single day and you have decisions to make. You either make the right decisions or the wrong decisions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like today, I took the kids over to my parents for a little bit, and then I came home, and they were either watching TV or playing games or something, and I had the choice. Was I going to do the dishes, which means when my wife come home from work, she's not going to complain that the dishes weren't done. Yeah. Or was I going to go in the room, sit down and play some video games and wait until this podcast started? I'm going to hear from my wife that I didn't do the dishes <laughs> after this no! podcast is over. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I walked to the kitchen. I made the kids sandwiches. I have been out there and every time I looked and I'm like, that'll take me 20 minutes. Yeah. 
I'll get to it later. You so, you don't, don't use the to, dishwasher. You don't use the dishwasher. Well, I clean them and then throw them in the dishwasher. Sure, yeah, I like. I don't get, use the dishwasher either. That was not a judgment at all. I, I get the chunks off. Yeah, and then I let the dishwasher basically do the sanitization. That that's fair. Yeah, they it definitely does that. Like that's the yeah. if you ever just like open it right afterwards, like yep, that, there's no doubt about it. There nothing survived that it's. until you. <laughs> Uh, we, um, we've had a couple too many dishwashers just clog up or die out or whatever it is, just stop working. Um, not drain out properly, I guess would be clogged up in another way to say it. And we were reminded of why we don't use the dishwasher when we were at my sister-in-law's wedding and the dishwasher broke down when we were there. We opened it up and it just the same thing clogged up and just nasty, just so disgusting, like just moldy, nasty, gross water underneath. And I was like, yeah, that's why I just kind of, we just kind of do it by hand. And that's just it. Yeah. And that's another thing that the kids will see. Like, that's one thing that I'm pretty anal about is is dishes. But I'm glad that you got to uh, forego chores and do some video games as <laughs> as much as you're going to pay for it later. What did you what did you end up playing? Um, I played a little bit of a uh, Gato Roboto. Really? Yes. <laughs> is that um, on Game Pass? Ah, yes, it is. Nice. That's the only reason I put some time into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I played a little bit of Grounded, but yep. I got eaten by three spiders, so I shut it off, and I'm like, well, I need to take a different approach to this game. Mm-hmm. You're not done uh, with it? That didn't, like, that didn't complete it for you? Well, I mean, the spider part doesn't bug me. It's the fact that doesn't I keep you. going out of my comfort zone and uh, getting murdered quickly. Yeah. So, obviously, I have to take a different approach to the game. Mm-hmm. Um... I signed up for EA Access, played Ooh, like half a game of Madden. Nice. So what I decided was um, my Xbox is going to be my subscription box, essentially. <laughs> yeah. Why buy games? I'm gonna, I have Game Pass. EA yeah. Access was 30 bucks. I had credit in my account. Mm-hmm. And it was like I kept thinking about it and kept thinking about it. And it's like I really want to play football. But it's like I buy a game. Yeah. So instead, I signed up for that because I've never played like the Titanfall games. Um, oh, I have, amazing. Yes. I have instant access to a whole bunch of stuff that I've never played before. Mm-hmm. Or, like, I want to go back through, like, I beat Dead Space, but I never played two and three. Oh, my gosh. So, two is even better. When was the last time you played Dead Space? Uh, I don't know, like a decade ago. Yeah, exactly. Like, when it came out. But I want to play two. Mm-hmm. The problem is, I have two and three, but I have them for the PS3. Yeah. Do I want to hook up the PS3 and play them, or well, I just play them on Dude, my? Dude, I don't even Xbox. know if it would work. Like, have you? When was the last time you turned on your PS3? Like, it barely. Like, I don't know what they did, but like, it doesn't handle the store. Like, it just doesn't doesn't well, work. I recently uh, hacked my PS3 to play video games off the hard drive. Okay. So I can put the disc in, put it on the hard drive, and then play it that way. I, can I didn't even like- know that was a thing. Wait a minute. What do you mean you hack? Like, it sounds like a. Like the old mods that we used to do, the PS2s and things like that. Yeah, Is similar. It... it was all software. But it's yeah, stuff you like own. You had to install something in there to like hack it with a certain thing and right. then connect that online to download something to do this, to do this. So it set it up. And then you can put your physical disks in yeah. and basically store them on the hard drive. Well, they always did that. I thought no, that no, that's no. How... Then I can take the disk out and play the oh, game whenever. Oh, okay. So I was really what happened was one day I found my PS3s. I took all the dust off of them and I was bored. And mm-hmm. I was like, I wonder if you can modify these things yet. And yeah. then I ran into this. So I did it just I never to do thought it. thought of that. Oh, my gosh. I wonder what about like 360? What kind of mods are available for that kind of I thing? I believe the 360, the biggest problem on that has to do with the uh, the disk drive. 
So everything I was finding, it was like, you have to hack the disk drive to be able to do certain things to it. And I guess it's mm. not reliable. So yeah, that sounds like I don't ever want to touch any of the lasers. Yeah. Or you just put your disk in your Xbox one and play the game. I suppose you could just do that or just sign up for EA access. Yeah. So this is a big change for you, though, because I feel like you and I have had lengthy conversations in the past, maybe a year, year and a half ago, where it's like you didn't you were really trying to avoid another subscription. You already had Netflix. Like Everybody has a bunch of subscriptions already. And you're like, no, I want to be able to control like and choose the games. So I'm, I'm actually a little bit surprised to hear you on Game Pass and on EA access now. Well, Game Pass, I won a free year from Luke Lore last year during Extra Life. Mm. So I finally used it. Yeah. Put, you know, signed up for it, downloaded yep. it, started playing a couple of games. And and like like I said, with the EA Access, there's just so many games there. So I have that full year of free Game Pass, and it yep. was like, I'm going to use it. And it, it comes down to the fact that I want to spend less money. Right. And between Game Pass and EA Access... I will You're be spending good. a lot less money mm-hmm. because now I don't have to buy Halo when it comes out. Now I don't have to buy any of those games. I have access to, you know, Microsoft's entire catalog yeah. right away. I can go back and play the Fables. I can play all the Gears of War. And it was like, okay, I can go back and either try to buy the discs, find them on sale, find them used. If a new game comes out, I'm going to buy that. Mm-hmm. Or listening to you and Donnie week after week after week, just hammer Game Pass <laughs> into my head, even though I, at the time, didn't even have an Xbox, but I listened to your guys' podcast like crazy. Mm-hmm. It was like, finally, it was like, okay. And then Donnie shared a deal with me where I want to say it was like one ninety nine for the Xbox One X that I got. Oh, it snap. Was, it was like a refurb, Yeah, but it was like 200 bucks, and it was on eBay through an official seller, so I was like, Okay, now's the time. Mm-hmm. Like, so I got it, got it in, set it up, used the Game Pass code, and then since there, I've just been dabbling. Like, okay, you know, there's enough games on here that I don't have to spend money anymore. Does it like change your outlook on what make what constitutes a backlog? Because it's kind of like instant. Now you've got hundreds of games that you uh, you technically could add to a backlog. Well, I mean, I'm still considering the physical discs that I bought, the games that I paid for, I considered those like, you know, I paid money for this. I want to go through and play it at some point. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. It's tough. There's just like, there's a play later function in there. Like there's something that you can go like, I'll play that later. And you tack it onto a list. I feel like that's, (laughs) I feel like just go on the app. I don't know if it's on the system actually, but it's definitely on the app where you're like, "Mm, tag it for now. Yeah. So this this is my attempt to stop having a backlog. Okay. Yeah. Good get, luck with that. Well, but I mean, like, get through the games that I have that I desperately want to play, games that I spent money on. That it's like, mm-hmm. okay, there's a reason I bought this. Let's get through these games. Yeah. Um, obviously, with Nintendo, I'm gonna have to keep buying games. Yeah. You know, anytime something comes out that I want to play there, but then with like with game pass or something well i I don't have to buy a lot of these indie games that i was buying anymore because they'll probably come to game pass right so i can play them if i want i can play them while they're available you know it's it's less pressing Mm -hmm. is what it comes down to it granted it gives me a ton more choices but at the same time if i'm not actually buying games anymore then I don't have that, oh, crap, I bought this six months ago, haven't taken it out of the package, mm-hmm. and here I am trying to figure out what I want to buy next. 
oh, well, maybe maybe I need to do something a little different. I can actually kind of like foresee the path that I am about to embark on with with Game Pass. And the odd thing is, and it might surprise some people to hear this, like it will actually maybe lead to a point of disappointment. <laughs> if I'm being honest, and I'll, I'll clarify. So when Netflix came out, it's like, yeah, like it's it's cheap and doesn't have like the best movies out or anything, but like, how can you ignore Netflix? And then as time went on, there were some things you couldn't ignore about Netflix, like actually good quality original stuff and some of the things I cared about that weren't necessarily original or exclusive to Netflix started, started to happen. And then like you kind of lead to basically where I'm at right now, which is there are a lot of movies, great movies that aren't on Netflix and they never will be. Because they're just like outside of that sphere or that, that, I don't know, like, and so I would want to go buy those movies. And then I'm like, well, am I, and then now I'm sitting here looking at my Netflix subscription and going, if it wasn't like for Chelsea loves it and she loves all like the TV series and everything about it. But I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it to have just lots of movies. Right. Like maybe I would like want to go buy my <laughs> individual movies that I would like that aren't on there. Yeah. But it's hard to break away from like the convenience of it all. It's just like it's there and then I fire it up and there's probably a movie on there. But there's certain movies that, like I said, just won't be on there. So I feel like that's kind of like how the PlayStation camp feels like, yeah, you've got all your things on Game Pass, but like we've got The Last of Us. We've got. Uh you know, they're exclusive, things like that. And they're great games and they're not going to be on a subscription service like that because they're so great in and of themselves that people will kind of do that. So like right now I am loving game pass. I'm like, and it has actually impacted my purchasing decisions. Like I'm not buying nearly as much on PlayStation or on switch because they either come directly to game pass or you're like, that's a game pass ass game. Yeah. Right. So, and then, and then that's the other thing that factors into it for me. If I feel like it's going to come to the Game Pass, I can wait on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, as it is, I I don't jump into a whole lot of new games when I should anyway. Right. Even if I buy it when it comes out, chances are I didn't get to it for six months. So mm-hmm. that will hopefully stop some of that. And I can use my PlayStation as, like, you know, mostly an exclusive machine. That's do what I, I do. want the new God yeah. of War, stuff like that? And hopefully, in theory, just wait around for stuff to go on sale. Like yeah. today, I was going through the uh, Xbox sales, and they have the Bioshock collection for like twelve dollars and eighty four cents. Ooh, they have the whole collection for yes. twelve bucks. Oh, something like that. So yeah. I'm like, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, well, it's not on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. I have them on like three sixty, but right. I can get like the upgraded, enhanced versions. Yeah, for like twelve bucks on sale because I waited. Yeah, and it's like okay, now I'm willing to you know take that dip. Instead mm-hmm. of, you know, paying 60 or whatever when it so came out. where does something like that, like, slot into your plan? Like, is that, do you play it right away or you just go, like, now I've got it. Good deal. Can't afford not to buy it. <laughs> Although, I, that doesn't make any sense. I will. Yeah, no, it's it's the worst argument in the world that everybody uses. <laughs> yeah, but it was so cheap I had to buy it. Yeah. Um, Like, I really want to replay Bioshock 1. Right. So, if I buy Bioshock 1 by itself, it's nineteen ninety nine. The three games mm-hmm. alone are 20 bucks still. Yeah. Or I buy the collection and then I can get to the other two. That that series is so good that man, it might it might demand like yeah. a, a whole new run through. So have I you don't ever know. thought have you ever thought about just like 
um, <laughs> not get, not buying anything new anymore. Like I've definitely, I've done it once. I set myself back one year for a while and that didn't work. That's actually how my backlog totally inflated because I stopped buying like $60 back then with $60 games. I would just buy three $20 games instead. Right. So I was still spending the same amount of money. I just like had more games than I could play. So the last couple of years I've been, I've been trying and failing. Yeah. Like, I, I set myself a limit like, okay, I'm going to buy this many new games or it's like I go into the year and it's like, okay, I know what's coming out. Mm-hmm. So I'm willing to buy this, this, and this, you know, like this year I was buying final fantasy seven and the last of us, no matter what. Right. So other than those, I haven't bought a whole lot of new games. Yeah. I picked up a bunch of stuff on sale and stuff like that. Yeah. But I'm I, the same. I, I'm, I'm trying to get better at it because I have a million games to play. Mm-hmm. And with Game Pass, I have a million and a hundred games to play. And <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not on a podcast where I talk about the newest stuff coming out. I'm on a podcast where I just shoot the shit with a bunch of friends. Yeah. And then we touch upon like most of the time, like just a video game that we've been playing over the last month. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's one of the reasons why we started implementing backlog bingo is yeah. just like another creative way to like, look at your backlog and get in there and like, okay, I need to play a game that starts with a G. What do I have? Oh, I bought God of War in 2017 and it's just been sitting over there because I died. Yeah. And, you know, I'm just... That's I'm the trying- ultimate test when you don't know what to play and then you have something or someone make the choice for you and then you go, do I still want to play this? Like, it's it's narrowed it down to like the game. You're like, do I still want to play this? And that's when you go... I mean, like, yeah, I guess, or you'd really dive into it. And I wanted to add, that's what I wanted to ask you about was, has podcasting, like, I I don't know anybody who podcasts that could say that, like, the games they play aren't impacted by them podcasting. So I think you just kind of chose, like, the best, (laughs) the best podcast genre for you to do, because it just, like, aligns with how you're going to play anyways. Yeah, so... The the big thing that changed with me when starting up the podcast with uh, Jeremy and then eventually getting the other guys in is the fact that once we started doing the podcast, I just set myself to a game mm-hmm. and I would play it till I beat it for that month. Yeah. Instead of I put five hours into that and I jumped over to this and jumped over to this. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for the first like year and a half or close to two years, you know, I set myself out to find a game I want to play and actually just go through and play it like like I would when I was a <laughs> kid. concept, yeah. And totally. it was like, it was really nice. So that actually got me more into gaming again, you know, instead of just like listening to other people talk about it, playing occasionally, right. never finishing anything. So, yeah, the podcast, definitely, it, it helped a ton in that regard. And, you know, now I'm not beating as many games as I was. I'm not mm-hmm. even close to beating a game of a, a game a month, but I'm beating like six or seven games a year. Yeah. And, you know, I'm I'm doing a lot more bouncing around to find something that's like sticking with me. Like, what do I want to play? What do I want to play? Mm-hmm. But once I get it, it's like, you know, I go through like recently because uh, actually not game pass per se, but uh, because of the X cloud, you know, recently I started playing Ori. Yeah. Everybody loved it. Everybody talked about it. So I figured it's like, what, six, seven years old at this point? Yeah, the old uh, first one. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, I started playing it, um, put a little time into it. Like, we went on a short vacation. So mm-hmm. I was playing it on a tablet while we were out there. 
Yeah. And then when we came back, I sat down on the Xbox and I, I went through and I finally beat it. And I was like, that was an amazing game. Mm-hmm. And the whole I'm reason I'm so glad I, to hear you say that. I was I was really worried that was going to turn nasty at the end. Go like, why is everybody loving this game for? No, and like the visuals are great. Yeah, the, like it's it's almost Pixar like with its story too. Yeah, yeah. There's a little bit of voiceover, but everything is told through the actions of those like cutscenes. Mm-hmm. And like that was amazing. But even though the gameplay was hard, the fact that it brought you back so close to where you died whether it was one time or 20 times, yeah, it, you're good. it made it more accessible. Mm-hmm. And and after I beat Ori, I realized that's the one thing Hollow Knight was missing for me. Oh, yeah. And Hollow Knight, I loved the look of the game. I liked the gameplay. I loved everything about it, except for the fact that if I died, I had to like start back like 27 screens away, underpowered, and try to figure out where is my corpse, Yeah, get back there, and hopefully collect all my souls. Yeah. And like if 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 that game had a save system similar to Ori, I would have put a ton more time into it. I think. Well, I'm glad. To, so when are you going to play Ori? When are you going to play the next one, Will the Wisps? No, uh, probably within the next couple months. Yeah, I want to give myself some some palate cleansers in between it. Mm-hmm. Like I can't play two similar games back to back like that because I I eventually am just like, well, I put too much time into this. Yeah, I think I played the original. I replayed it back in January, and then the next one came out. I think sometime February or March or something like that. So I obviously had enough time in between, but I was definitely worried about that. As like, mm, I don't know if I want like too much worry, but I don't know if that's possible. Like those games are um, like Jared Gauthier and I, and I would share messages back and forth, going like that game is I think almost perfect and in my eyes. Like that's just like it's wonderful yeah. on every single front. And I'm actually surprised you played it on XCloud. Because it needs like that pinpoint, like it needs to be exact. You can't have anything lag out or anything. So it was a good experience, though. I I, uh, I have had really good experiences with XCloud in the last month or so. Um, and do I've you played... have do you have like unlimited data or something? Like, were you playing on the road or were you uh, always connected to Wi-Fi? Hotels Wi-Fi. Oh, which so shouldn't be all that great. Well, you know, the game was a little choppy, and sure, but it was mainly the visuals. Like mm-hmm. uh, the visuals, you'd get a bunch of screen tearing and then it would go back to normal or whatever. Right. So there were certain times like you could do a little bit. And once the screen tearing stopped, I would just like wait a second. Mm-hmm. And um, the whole reason that I stopped playing on vacation was I got to a part that was very difficult and I couldn't get through it because there was obviously something I was missing. Right. And but it was one of those things where it's like I wanted to experiment with it. The gameplay was so much fun. Mm-hmm. So um, when everybody would go to sleep, I'd play at night. So I'd have like a little bit more bandwidth available to me. Yeah. And um, like I can't play on my phone with uh, with not Wi-Fi. For whatever reason, the 4G, wherever I'm at, it tells me my bandwidth is too low or I'm not getting a good connection. Yeah. So I haven't even gotten to experiment with that. But uh, when I'm at home and the, everybody's using all the TVs, you know, I can pull out my Fire tablet, fire up either Stadia or the xCloud, and mm-hmm. just sit there and, you know, play a game. How is Stadia? Are you firing that? Are you actually, like, still Stadia-ing? Um, I resubscribed for a little bit. Yeah. And uh, I'm currently playing the second Tomb Raider game. Ooh, that's a great one. Rise of the Tomb Raider? Yes, but I one of those games is on Game Pass. 
And I think it might be Shadow. I think Shadow's the only one left. I think Rise okay. left a little while ago. Yeah, so in Rise was the free game on Stadia. I beat the first yeah. one. I beat the first one on Stadia. Yeah. Uh when it came out. And so now it was like, well, I kind of wanted to play it and I'm willing to spend the 10 bucks to renew my subscription, get the mm-hmm. other free games and go through and play it. And that's kind of how I'm treating Stadia at the moment. It's like is there something out there that I'm willing to grab for the $10 and play? Yeah. Or not. And then usually when you cancel Stadia, they're like, hey, uh, you know, if you stay around for a couple more months, we'll give you a couple months for free. No way. <laughs> it's like They've done it a few times because they yeah, want sure. people. And, you know, it's the service works really good. And it's still young and it's going to get better. But Yeah, well, that's what I'm wondering, too. Is like That's often what I hear is like people talk about like the technology is going to get better. And it's like, is the tech going to get better or is it just the tech is where it needs to be and the rest of like the internet will catch up like Wi-Fi speeds and everything else yeah. will, will get well, better. And that's what will make these streaming services better. Yeah. My thing, I, I live in an area where if I'm on my Wi-Fi, you know, Stadia works good. xCloud works good. Mm-hmm. All that stuff works really good. I can play the games and not really have issues. So for me, it's Stadia either needs to, you know, change and go into, you know, a game pass type model where yeah. it's just like, here's a ton of games for your $10 a month. Mm-hmm. Um, it would also help. It would also help if they came out with like, here's a yearly subscription, which is discounted. Yeah. And then you can put that stuff on sale every once in a while or something. But just paying the subscription and getting like two or three games free a month, that's that's not where I'm at. There's yeah. nothing on there that like encourages me to be like, well, I'm going to buy that game on Stadia so that I can play it on my Chromebook or whatever. Right. Yeah. It's not. It's definitely. It's still a bit a little bit niche. Um. So on the whole notion of trying to stay focused. And like maybe play one or two games at a time, actually finishing the games. Do you ever feel like you should just like focus on one console or platform or whatever? Like you have all the platforms. Isn't that distracting? Um, I mean, it depends on what's out. It'll (laughs) get, it'll get more distracting when the next generation releases. Right. That's why I'm just like, I thought I've, and as much as I feel like I'm a no brainer day one series X, it's like, there's kind of a lot of freedom if you just don't. Yeah. Like there's just kind of like I don't know. You just don't, if you don't you don't have to. There's nobody making you do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So my thing is the Switch is still my main console. Okay. I I can play it anywhere. I can sit beside the kids and play it. Yeah, uh, I get to take it to work and play it. Mm-hmm. So in that regard, I you know I play that more than anything. Um, I have two PS5 PS4s in the house. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah, yeah, I got them early no access. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got two PS4s in the house. Your uncle works for Sony. The teenager is always on one, yeah. playing like 2K or Call of Duty or something. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of the time, you know, Jacob is playing games on another one. Yeah, And it's like, I enjoy watching them have fun. And it's like, no, it's daddy's turn to play. You can go find something else to do. Mm-hmm. So when the PS5 comes out <laughs> and I get one, I'll actually have access to a lot of these PlayStation games that I haven't been playing right and then that'll make things interesting because that'll be yours like is that gonna work is that uh, gonna is that plan gonna work out yeah that's not going anywhere where the kids are yeah they they don't get to touch it they maybe get to look at it once in a while and be like hey when you grow up (laughs) look at it (laughs) (laughs) but if you're good you can look at it (laughs) yeah because obviously i i can't let jacob know that i got a new spider-man game because that's all he's going to want to play but 
Like, so you're going to lie to them? Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> and they can pe- keep playing the PlayStation 4 for at least another year. You're like, yeah, no, I, I would also really like to get a PlayStation 5. If only there was a way, like, if only they were in stock, if only there was money to buy them. It's just an impossibility. Now go away. I've got something unrelated to do in my bedroom with the locked yeah. door. Well, yeah, that'll, that'll make me them feel or think of wrong like, things probably. Like the thing with the PlayStation 4 is I had the launch one. Yeah. At some point. I traded it in to get the Star Wars one that came out mm-hmm. because it looked cool. And then when God of War came out, I bought a PlayStation 4 Pro. Yeah. Because I was like, okay, well, everybody keeps wanting to play. You know, Jacob's getting to the point where he wants to game. Uh, you know, my teenager, he wants to play games. I want to play games. And it's it's really difficult to balance three people trying to play games with one system. Well said. Yeah. So I was like, if I can, we can have one in the living room and one somewhere else, at least that starts to balance it. And mm-hmm. I do realize that I'm in a house full of nothing but gamers. And it's it's what I always wanted. If I ever had a family, I wanted people to play video games with. Yeah, I didn't realize that that's not what I wanted because then they play the games and I don't get to. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say, like, is that even a possibility for you to get together and like play games together? Or is it mostly like everybody's playing single player experiences? Well, a lot of people. The or teenage, multiplayer games with their yeah, own friends. The I teenager, guess. he plays the multiplayer. He likes the Fortnites, the War Zones, all that. Sure. Yeah. Happy horse crap. But, you know, Jacob, he's <laughs> all about he's all about single player, like played the heck out of Spider-Man. Played, like, Lego City Undercover. Oh, I love Um, it. And one thing that I did is I have a TV in this podcast room here. Yeah. And I started to play in here, and then Jacob wants to come in and either sit beside me or... So Jacob told me that I need to get a bigger stand so that I can put two TVs on. So I can have one TV, and he can have the other TV, and we can sit side by side. But he told me the stand will be too big to come through the door. So I need to bring the box in the door, and then him and I can build the stand oh, together. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. I was like, yes, thank you, five-year-old, for explaining to me <laughs> what's going to happen. So, Well, you don't want to, like, don't build it ahead of time. You might get, I don't know. That's right. Would it actually, is, he, is he right about that? Is it actually, would that be that big? I don't think I've seen a stand that doesn't no, fit no, it, <laughs> through he, the door. He looks at the width. Just the width. And then he looks at the width of the <laughs> door and he's like, it. that's not going to work. He doesn't look at the fact that it's only so deep and it's going to fit there if we turn it sideways. Yeah, but that's amazing. Um, you know, <laughs> last year we, we got these like TV stands at work for Black Friday, mm-hmm. like we do every year. And then when they went on clearance, I bought one for like 50 bucks instead Smart. of like 300. Mm-hmm. So he wants me to buy another one of those to put it in the room so that him and I can have side by side TVs. I like the way he thinks. Yeah. So I brought a second TV in there. I set it up and I brought in the PlayStation so that he could play a little bit. And he's sitting there and he's like playing some game and he looks over at me and he looks back at his TV and then he looks at my TV. So he's got like a 16 inch TV and then he looks and I've got this 34 inch ultra wide TV. I mean, it's, it's small, but you can see and play. Maybe it's 20 inches, whatever. Yeah. But he looks and he looks at his, he's like, dad. Why is yours bigger than mine? I'm like, don't focus on that. Just play your game. Just be glad yeah. that this is a two TV room that like, and who, what other kid is playing video games with their parents? He is it's- trying to angle himself to steal my 34 inch ultra wide TV here. And I don't like uh, that. I, I know he's a conniver. Mm-hmm. He's scheming. He's got his whole, you should just like go find his, his plan in his room. Mm-hmm. He's got some sort of journal. He's got step one. Tell dad about the stand. Step two, 
steal his TV. Probably. Step three, stab him. Wait, what? Whoa, whoa. That's going extreme. I mean, that's got to be step five or six. Come on. <laughs> these, are, these are the standards that we should be looking for in our houses, though. Like, do we have enough space for two, two TVs, like enough power to yeah. handle, like, all the things, enough internet in that room for them to be hardwired, all these things. These well, are – this is the next generation of rooms. I know, and my wife's having a hard time adapting because, mm. like, we'll have family over. Like, our, our 15-year-old, he's got a cousin who's two days older than him. So yeah. he'll come over and That's spend perfect. the night, which means now they have to have two TVs. Right. So one plays Warzone on the PS4, one plays it on one of the Xboxes, and mm-hmm. they can play together and whatnot. And recently we had this gathering, and it was like, well, Sophia wants to watch SpongeBob, Jacob's doing this, the kids are doing this. And so we have like the main TV in the living room, but then we have like what the house called the dining room yeah. away from the kitchen with carpet under it. So to what me, the it's house just, called it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what they're. But that, is that not how you use it? No, like the dining yes. room should be by the kitchen. You should have the kitchen and the dining room back to back. Right. You don't have kitchen, living room, then dining room, and you mm-hmm. don't put carpet where the dining room is. Yes, thank you. So, like that's that's a disaster waiting to happen, and then mm-hmm. I've got to get that crap out of the carpet. So mm-hmm. to me, we just it's an extended living room. Nice. But we have a forty-two inch TV in the living room. Yeah. And then, like, five or six feet away, we have, like, a 40-inch TV. Oh, my gosh. And then a little bit further over, we had a third TV. Yeah. So it's like my wife will be sitting there. She'll be watching something. Sophia's watching SpongeBob on one, and Jacob's playing video games on the other. And it's like all these TVs, and I'm looking, and I'm like, oh, there's a teenager upstairs playing video games on another TV in the loft. And then I have one, and it's like – so I was telling the wife, I'm like, hey, you know, my idea, what I want to do is we need to – you know, get a 65 to 85 inch TV. I'm leaning more towards 85. And she <laughs> said, the range. she's like, you'll take 65 and you'll like it. Okay, babe. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, get Should it. Have started with 75. And I'm like, and we'll mount it on the wall because we have the surround sound system in the ceiling. So we can mm-hmm. hook that up. And, and she's like, okay. And I'm like, and then the next year we'll buy an identical TV and put it beside it. And she's given me these dirty looks. And I'm like, well, this way you can watch Fox news and I can murder people senselessly right beside you. Yeah. So she's not Date night. She's not into that, but whatever. Oh, come on, man. This is the thing. This is like I've been thinking about this a lot where like back in the day it was it was this magical moment. It was this rare thing where like, oh wait, can you bring your TV over? Because we're gonna do like a land party. Right? Like it was like this this big deal. And then as time has gone on, like that's just now it's my life. Like yeah. every night can be land night party with Chelsea because we've got the two TVs side by side. Yeah, and that's how it should go. Like that, we discovered that as like this magical thing, but those are meant to be like weaved into the fabric of our everyday life. Oh yeah, I'll get her there. I mean, yeah, as it is, we have three <laughs> so confident. T- we have three TVs in that room anyway. Mm-hmm. I just got to get to the point where it's like, okay, one got upgraded because it needed to, so now that's yeah. the big one. And yeah. then the next time one dies, gonna get one the same size, the same look, and. You know, it, it's going to get there and before and then she'll look at me and be like, you son of a bitch. You did you it. did it without me realizing it. I wonder where Jacob gets all this scheming stuff from. I, I don't know. Yeah, Obviously, just, from see, his mother's side. Definitely, definitely. Isn't there like when when you go to like like buy paint, like when you're going to paint your house or something like that, or the inside of your house, mm-hmm. like you take a picture and then they're like, here's what it would look like with this color paint or here's what it would look like with this. Like, like, isn't that a thing? Like when you go to like Lowe's or something like that, can you? Like there visualize are or Photoshop, that, yeah. But we sell samples. 
So, so where I'm going with this is like I want to be able to like you should be able to take a picture of your of your room and go like here's what it would look like with two 65 inch TVs side by side. Well, you know, we're and not only there, that, right? like you look can, how look how happy everybody is around it. You can go on Amazon and it's like you pull up the product and it'll say, "Look at this in your room," and you hit a button and you know it focuses the camera. You've never seen this on Amazon. We have Amazon.ca. I don't know if we have this oh. feature. Yeah, so I, I mean, on my phone, thing. I can pull up Amazon and I hit it and it'll say, what does this look like in your room? So then, like, I can put the computer, like, right on a stand and be like, oh, yeah, that looks really good. No way. I don't know and if I you, can do it with two back-to-back TVs yet, but I'm sure we Then you click there. buy, you pull your phone down, and the TV is actually there in the room. Yeah, and Jeff Bezos Teleported there. Yeah, exactly. You know what, dude? Let him – you know what? The way I look at it, let him have a trillion dollars. I buy – all the things from that dude. Good for him. There are two I didn't companies think of it. that run my life. Amazon and Google. And Google. Good for them. I didn't think of that idea. There's no way I could have pulled it off either. No. That's all I'm saying, man. I, I mean, don't think that's a very popular opinion. But I'm all about what makes my life convenient. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's been happening, and Apple is the one who started it in my mind. Yeah, big time. Like, Apple changed our whole world with, like, mp3s on a phone or yeah not even on a phone it was before the phone then they put it on the phone then they started like the actual streaming services or whatever with like apple music yeah and like since then it was like they were the ones that convinced us that we can go digital you just have to give in Mm -hmm. so then it happened with (laughs) movies yeah and it it took a while and like you said like you were a slow adopter to netflix Mm -hmm. i was a slow adopter to netflix hell i worked for a video store and it was like it took me a while, but once I got there, I was like, "Oh, okay." You, you should have seen Netflix in Canada in the first couple of years. It was horrendous, and especially because we could like most things in Canada, you can see like what happens over the border, like how much better a lot of the product and a lot of the things are in the states. And like we get like Netflix.ca, or even in this case, like Amazon.ca, where we don't have this feature. And it like most people learned how to get like a VPN because of how bad Netflix in Canada was. Like they learned how to like make their internet or make Netflix think that they were in the, in the U S cause they couldn't handle. And I don't blame them. Like the, the choices on Netflix in Canada for the first couple of years were so bad. So yeah, I don't know. Pretty- like I, it's really weird. Like with how open the world's becoming, mm-hmm. like how different things are in other countries. And yeah. at some point you would think that those borders have to be crossed as well. You're just waiting for American way of life just to take over the rest of the world. Is that what you're saying? You're surprised that that hasn't happened yet? No. I mean, like, do you guys really want to be, like, inundated with COVID like we are? No. Not even a little bit. Like, our way of life is the cause of a lot of our problems. But it's like we have Amazon. You have Amazon. Japan Mm -hmm. has Amazon. But there's so many differences between them. Yeah. Um, I mean, For for instance, our McDonald's has poutine. I can take a poo in my McDonald's. You you could easily just have that. Like, it's not even, like, really special ingredients, right? It's just the fries you normally have, and I guess gravy. I'm not sure if you'd have gravy on anything else at McDonald's. Right, but I mean... But that's basically it. Yeah, but do Americans want gravy on there? I mean, that's, like, that's a minor difference. It's, like, me getting a McRib and you not getting it. It's just a food difference. That's sad. The fat American's going to eat it. The skinny Canadian might not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't think that but, a lot I mean, of like, skinny. like even if looking at video games, like look how different mm-hmm. Nintendo is in America and in Japan and in yeah. Europe. Yeah. Good I point. mean, it's only been recently that we just started getting worldwide releases of games. Mm-hmm. It, it always used to be Japan gets it first. 
than somewhere else. And it was like, you know, Europe wouldn't have it at the same time we did. So it's really awkward in like a digital age. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It's, it's like we're more open and connected than ever before. But mm-hmm. at the same time, there's still like weird little things separating everybody. Yeah. Well, speaking of COVID, how is like it doesn't seem to be going anywhere <laughs> anytime soon, unfortunately. I don't think it's going to. I I think. I mean, but how how is it? Effect- so like when it first hit, I think one of the last times you and I chatted like on a call like this was you're kind of like in the not in the middle of it, but it was definitely settling in. Yeah. And you're essential and you're working and and your your store is doing a record numbers. I don't know if it still is doing record numbers. Uh, we're not we're not nearly that high anymore because other stuff has opened up. Sure. And you know, people are going back to work and they're not getting that free extra $600 a week like they were stuff like that. Was it really 600 bucks a $600 week? $600 a week. Wow. There, okay. There were people working at Jamba Juice who were making more on unemployment than I was making in a month. Yeah. Yeah, because they're getting 2400 plus whatever their unemployment was. Well, then was. aren't you the dumb dumb? You're right. Like, you're right. <laughs> I didn't get am. a job of Java juice. But, I mean. But does it freak you out as much now? Like, it was definitely, like, I don't know. And I feel like I'm with you, by the way. I would have been completely freaked out and frustrated and all the things. Like, I haven't left my house. Yeah. Like, I go for the only time I go for a drive is for the Xbox drive. Right. Like, that's it. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm not nearly as freaked out. Yeah. Like, it I, normalizes, right? I look at this as some sort of, it's, it's almost like the flu is how I'm treating it right now. Like, okay. it has impacted my way of life a ton. I don't get to do half the stuff I used to. Um, yeah. I have to wear a mask all the time at work. I have to wear a mask everywhere I go. Um, what kind of mask are you on right now? Like, you do the full face shield and everything too, or just like a like a cloth mask or what? I use a cloth mask. Yeah, okay. Um, covering up what it has to cover up, and, you know, mm-hmm. it, it sucks working in it all day long, but you get used to it and yeah. move on. But, like... Is this going to be like the flu where they're going to come up with a shot, but is it going to mutate next year? It'll be something slightly different. Yeah. Or is like, okay, everybody is now immune to COVID-19 and COVID-20. It's like COVID's one through 17. It's not that bad. Yeah. But I mean, like, you know, we never had this big fear of COVID-4. So obviously COVID-19 is a different strain. Like, that's the whole reason <laughs> what, it hasn't Wait a minute. Attached, was right? that a thing? COVID-4? Like, the, the 19 is the year. Like, so I don't think COVID, I don't know if that was a thing before. Right, but. I might be no, talking COVID, out of my element here. Yeah, I mean, shoot, coronavirus is a thing. Coronavirus has been around forever. But this is like a weird strain that has affected 19, us all in a different mm-hmm. way. So mm-hmm. if if you would, like, go back in time and look at Lysol, it says it, like, you know, neutralizes or kills human coronavirus. Really? This is why you couldn't find Lysol anywhere for months is because it specifically said it on the container. So coronavirus has been around forever, but this is like, this is a weird mutation that started, whether it was man-made or whether it just naturally happened. Everybody thinks it was man-made, but this is, you know, like the flu, it's a different mutation. And this That that makes sense to me. It's a whole lot more deadly than the rest of them have been. Are there any positives to be taken out of this? Has like obviously life has changed in a trillion different ways. Is there anything that like yeah, thank God we do this now? Well, I I, I don't know yet. Like, yeah. So one of the negatives is the fact that my children only see people 
right from like the nose up mm-hmm. so like your little girl and my little girl like they're literally growing up that when they go out in public they see people's eyes they don't see a face yeah so that's going to be really weird depending on how long that part lasts um if if my government was better there could be really good positives out of this because i mean if you look at all the statistics if you you know follow the right people and listen to the right people who is least affected by all of this well it's it's healthy people it's people who are in shape it's not like fat people who overeat and are obese so you know i'm more at risk because i'm fat and you know that strains your lungs and all this other stuff so you know the message should be you know wear your mask protect yourself or whatever but i don't see any push out there for you need to be healthier because how many athletes have tested positive and how many of those people have died yeah, you know, it, a lot of lot pos- a lot of testing positive, but yeah, they're mostly having good outcomes. I think exactly as far as I know. So yeah. I, I mean, you have your outliers. You have people that are it's going to hit them the wrong way, and they're not going to make it. But for the most part, if you're in shape, you don't even have to be in shape. If you're just healthy, if you're not yeah. fat, you have such Eating a well. better chance of not having repercussions of just having like flu like symptoms or losing your taste for a while. Yeah, and like so, I don't understand why the big push isn't out there. Like, now's the time. Let's take care of your body. Let's take care of your health. And mm-hmm. this won't be an issue. Yeah. Meanwhile, I've uh, taken this time to put on as much weight as possible, treat my body like a wonderland, an amusement park. <sighs> Sean, Sean. But you're right. You're right, man. That's but, just it. And, but and, it depends on, like, the, uh, it depends on, like, what angle you come at it to. Because, like, when I think about kids, there's almost no nothing to be gleaned out of. <laughs> like, no positives. But, like, I'm working from home. So I get to see a lot of my kids. Yeah. So there's like that is definitely like a positive. And I'll probably not go back to work in the same way that I did the past, whatever, 15, 20 right. years. And that, like that's if, great for you. Like I, the people that can do that, you know, the people who are going to have that ability, that's awesome. Um, but if if we treat this properly, like and this is I'm late to the game, but this is another reason why I'm trying to eat better and, you know, just stay healthier. Like. I realize that my kids are going to see what I eat growing up, just like they're going to see that I don't pick up after myself. And I don't want them to like, just think that, Hey, every single day we should eat junk food. Yeah. Cause that, that's what got me fat. That's what eventually when their metabolism stops kicking in so much is going to hurt them too. Yeah. And it's like, if we can sit back and if we can make these positive changes now, mm-hmm. you know, it's only going to help your kids and their kids and their kids and whatnot. And Instead, you know, I bought them McDonald's for lunch because they were yeah. good. <laughs> How can you not? I mean, when you hear They're it on the so Xbox cute. Drive every week, I, I know, man. It is always nice. I bought Lincoln. A, we went for a walk today. And we got him a Slurpee, and he was very excited about that. I went for a really long walk, so we, uh, and I never get to do that for him. I'm never out with him. I'm always here, so it was kind of nice just to kind of go for just some one-on-one time. We had the dog as well, but, you know, they're also around, I guess. Yeah. Um, you know, and just kind of get him a little treat, man. So it was good. But um, I want to ask you too. This is three years. Three years. I can't believe you pointed out that it's been three years since you were on We the Gamer Cast, and that was well, you were on If Ran Nintendo as well. So like, there's been things that have happened since then. There's If Ran Nintendo, and then we chatted a little while ago, not too long ago. Yeah. Um, I've been on your show, so it's not like complete like void of of conversation. No, but my um, the whole reason that I pointed that out, and and. You know, we the gamer cast was the second thing I was ever on. That's like, awesome. February of the year before, I was on uh, 
generational gamers with Johnny Casino. Nice. Yeah. So, you know, he brought me on for like a talk about old systems or something. But it was like I started listening to podcasts like really the year before and started Mm -hmm. interacting with people and whatever. And, you know, I got myself on Johnny's show for that one random episode. But then, like, as we got there and, like, sitting there in August, you know, reached out to you, got on We The Gamer Cast. And it was just kind of like, you know, this is something that could be, like, really, really fun. And then yeah. that's when I, like, seriously started looking for, like, a co-host to, like, hey, you know, could I do this? Could this just be something, like, just someone to chat with outside of my normal zone? Mm-hmm. You know, and ran into Jeremy. And after a while, we were like, well, we can't record often, so we'll do it once a month. And... We don't really want to buy new stuff, so let's just find some older stuff to play. <laughs> yeah. And it, and like and it just all kind of worked out where it was like on brand. So it mm-hmm. was like it and that fits so good. It was just it just kind of steamrolled from there. And yeah, you know, here I am, almost three. You know, in December, Jeremy and I will officially been doing this for three years, which really seems awkward. Yeah, like I mean, I only do it like once a month, or if I can find time to chat with someone else. And it's mm-hmm. just sitting here thinking that I've literally been putting something out there most every month for three years. And I'm like, what the heck? I know, man. It's I'm it's wise. crazy. It's 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 sort of like, I mean, there's been a lot of people who've compared put, creating a podcast. To like, it's like a child. Like, it's, it's like something that you've made, you've molded into the world. And then, like, it grew up so fast. And before you know it, then, you know, years have gone by. But I always like it that you have that starting point. You'll always remember that starting point and you always, it time will fly by faster than you'll ever imagine that it will. Yeah. And it's been this December will be five years for we, the gamer cast, which is crazy. Like it's the same idea. Like how does time even fly by? But I love that it gives you like these checkpoints in time to go like, what has changed? You know what I mean? Like you look the same, you sound the same, you're still playing games in a lot of the same ways, but like you're you're in a new house. Yeah. Like what else has what else has changed since three years ago when you were on the show, and then when you started Backlog Busters? A cent, I mean, well, I've had another kid. Yeah, I just recently yeah. changed my car. You know, my wife and I we've reached some goals. We like you said, we upgraded the house. That was a huge thing for us. Mm-hmm. And it's like so, like life for us, it's you know just on that steady course. But yeah. it, like now it's like we're in the forever home until awesome. all the kids are gone and we're retired and maybe we like downgrade to live somewhere else. I hear that's very hard to do. I'm hearing from a lot of like uh, my mother-in-law and her mom and a whole bunch of people who are like kind of getting to that point where they're trying to think about it. I hear downsizing is incredibly difficult. Like you kind of grow accustomed to the space. Yeah. And then like having less space is really challenging. Well, and I guess it depends on how you use it, though. Like, I I know people who have done it, and I know people who haven't, but, like, for us, it's, like, we have upstairs and downstairs. Upstairs Mm -hmm. is basically a loft, which is a second living room, and then, like, everybody has the bedroom. Yeah. Well, once the kids are gone, that's three rooms that aren't going to be used. Mm -hmm. So, if, like, we're going upstairs to use the bedroom, but we still have to clean three rooms that nobody's ever using, and it's, like, okay, maybe we can downgrade to, like, one floor. Have yeah. our bedroom downstairs, yeah. the living room. Of course, by then I'm going to have so much junk that we won't be able to downsize because I'll need those rooms. Of course, we just got to keep shipping things off to Coach Mo. Yeah, but just have a steady flow, like so, a, just yeah, it, pre-printed well, labels. I mean, that's that's one of the reasons why I want to like clean up some of the stuff. Like, if I'm not yeah. going to make a space for them to put them out there for people to view, it's like 
I don't need to be keeping these things. They're doing nothing for me. Yeah. It's just, oh, I remember when I picked that up. I'm the same way. It's like, and yeah, it's it's basically that. You kind of, whenever you pick it up, you're like, ooh, this is nice, but you forgot that you had it. You know, it's like just, just a thing, taking up space, getting on top of something else that you can't find that you actually need. It's a little bit, I can get, it gets under my skin a little bit, Crouchy Surge. Um, I want to ask you about the future, but like, I just kind of want to touch on this just a little bit, just for a second, because I, I don't know if you ever really think about that. Like the fact that you've been on the show, you've been doing the show for three years and there's a way, like, it's almost like you're cataloging your life, like alongside the games that you play. It's like things happen in like year one versus year two versus year three in your real life. And you're like, oh man, that's when like Jeremy and I just started the show. That's when we brought on all the other guys and everything like that. Like there's things that kind of like pair up with the journey on the show. And I feel like that's kind of the thing that's almost most special about podcasting on on a regular basis. It really is. And one of the things is like for anybody who doesn't listen to us, which is most of you, um, (laughs) (laughs) like there for a longest time, like we would barely touch upon the video games. We would just come up with like quirky things to talk about that were kind of game related, but we would talk about life and stories about the kids and stuff like that. So in in that regard, you know, it was like when I had a blog that I was writing weekly for like five or six years, it's just a different way to talk about your life. And you can go back and listen and be like, oh, not only do I remember telling that story, I remember when that story happened and. Yeah, like the reason that I wanted to tell the story just to get it out there to some other human being. And Mm -hmm. and that's like that's the thing that I love the most. I like, you know, being able to like just sit with a microphone and a webcam looking at like one to four other people and just being like, this is what my life has been like for the last month. Thank you guys for being here because I need to talk to somebody who's not my family and who's not work related. Yeah, that's special, man. It it really is. I mean, and like you have it with Bobby and you have it with Ryan and yeah, it's Bobby just gets a little, a little bit. Ryan's very special. Ryan is lovely. That's just because but, you know, he's newer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that new car smells about to wear off. No, I know. I think he's coming up on a year, so he better watch out. But it's, it's like, you know, <laughs> new when, car smell for the Xbox driver. That's like right. It. But when you're growing up, it's like you're you're in school, you're in high school, you go over to visit your friends all the time. Mm-hmm. But then you get a job, you get married, you have kids, and it's so hard to visit people, even when you're not in a pandemic. Yeah. It's like making time to see other people becomes something that you have to like have a degree in planning for. No okay, kidding. on a Tuesday night from seven thirty to eight thirty, but lunch has to be ready when we get there. We'll exactly. eat real quick. We'll talk about the kids. The kids will play. They'll make a mess. I'll try to help you clean it up, but I gotta go by eight thirty. <laughs> and it becomes so difficult because it's yeah. you know. So like when I can carve that time out to like mm-hmm. it, it's like high school all over again. It, you know we're just not in the same room, but it's so nice to be able to like catch up with somebody and. You know, I'm sending messages on Twitter and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. to have that like face to face interaction, especially like when when you gel with somebody and like I yeah. really feel like I gelled with Jeremy right away. And, you know, it took us a while to like find our groove or whatever, like- but we felt so like I feel so comfortable talking to him. I love yeah. his sense of humor. Like I like the way he thinks and looks at stuff. And so like when I it when it's a couple of months between like those actual verbal conversations, I'm like, man, I really miss it. I really miss it. And then yeah, when man. we like get to connect again, it's like, thank goodness. I missed that a lot. 
Well, I was going to – I'm glad that I um, – I, I, sometimes I interrupt and it's not very good, uh, so I apologize. But I wanted to jump in because I was excited to tell you that, like, I don't know that there's anybody who you don't gel with. Like, I feel like you talk to – you could talk to anybody. I know that you said this about me, but I feel like you're the you're the one who could actually talk to anybody. And now that's even proven with the fact that you brought on like five or 19 or whatever, how many people are on the backlog busters. Um, and they're all totally different. Everybody you brought on is not like the last one. So in, I, just to start somewhere with that conversation, like Jeremy and I, obviously, we had trouble hooking up once in a while. And mm-hmm. we would go like a couple of months without a show or something. So I didn't want to lose the show and I needed to still have conversations, but I didn't just want to like, well, that was a fun two years. I guess, uh, I guess that's never going to happen again. Right. So I started reaching out to some of the people that I, I like talking to on Twitter, you know, like math man, backlog odyssey and stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. like, like with math man, Ryan, he has an Xbox and a switch, but he plays a lot of older games, and I enjoyed those conversations with him. And Big you know, time. Backlog Odyssey—he has the word backlog in his name. I mean, it, is that it was how you guys met? Did you guys discover each other's like Twitters or something like that? Like, and you became friends that way? Yes, that's hundred percent. Like how the Spider Men looking at each other, like pointing at each other. Yeah, in the tree, like wait a minute. Like I like posts from him started showing up. I don't know if we had a mutual Twitter friend or something. But, yeah. like, I started seeing it, and so I'm like, okay, I'm going to follow that guy. He has the name Backlog. That's the and, best. <laughs> and then, like, so when when we were having trouble recording, I, I sent some messages out to, like, five or six different people. I'm like, hey, listen, I'm I'm looking to, like, continue going forward with the show. I was curious if you'd like to, you know, be a co-host once in a while or whatever. Yeah. And, and did he have his own podcast? He did for a while. He, he – uh, he would like record his reviews and his thoughts and stuff like that. Right. Um, he still does those and puts them up on his YouTube. He just stopped putting out the audio only version. Sure. Um, but yeah. I believe I just convinced him to start releasing those on the Backlog Busters feed too, just to have that. like something else on there. And yeah, totally. So like that was my thing is like my whole goal is to have like a backlog community. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've got this group of guys. All of them are different. They all play different types of games and in different totally. ways. Like Blaze Knight, he's pretty much Xbox and Switch. Yeah. Mathman is pretty much Switch with some Xbox. Jeremy is Switch mm-hmm. only. Patrick plays everything. Yeah. Um, and, so do you. And I, I mean, technically, I play everything, but like Patrick mm-hmm. actually beats games like Sekiro. Yeah. <laughs> he just starts them and beats them. Wow. Um, Try hard. You know, and then like it was just one of those things where I, I do kind of like you said, I feel like I can talk to most anybody. Mm-hmm. But it. I've worked retail for like I will be in good point. I, that is the so, link. That's definitely the thing. In December, it'll be 18 years with my company. Yeah. So that's a long time. That whole time, I've had to deal with the public, learn to talk to people, learn how to talk to different people, how to mm-hmm. calm people down, how to get them in a better mood if they're pissed off at something that happened. Yeah. So in that regards, I think that like helped. So definitely, I've kind of like brought that along and. Um, even when I was doing the fireside chats and like bringing on random people to just talk about the pandemic and get that out there. Like I loved all those conversations and I, I, something like that, I kind of want to do. It's almost like a mini, we, the gamer cast. Yeah. Where it was just like crossed with the Xbox drive. Yeah, Cause I love that you're driving home. It was so <laughs> perfect, but it's like, I, I really enjoy that. And, um, I feel like I can talk to anybody. Yeah, but, you definitely I mean, can. 
like, you know, you've been doing this for five years where you're chatting with somebody different, mostly weekly. It's like you feel like you can talk with anybody, but there's certain people that like you just instantly Joe with. That's a good point. Yeah. um, I mean, let's bring it over to DLC. Like Donnie's DLCs where he's been bringing everybody on. I mean, mm-hmm. you can't tell me that all those conversations, the dev one and the Jason Lacey one were something special. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Like, I mean, I loved his conversations with everybody else on there. His conversation with Kevin was great. All, But there's just just the way people interact and talk with each other. It's like, you know, it, it's different. Like, I can talk to you and I can talk to Jeremy, but those conversations always go in a different way. And, mm-hmm. you know, when you're really comfortable with someone, like those conversations become special. That is, you know, that's a, that's an excellent point. And it's, but it's also like, I don't know, you maybe feel the same way where it's not anything against the people that it's, that does something doesn't blossom out of. Because like, that was one of the things that really drove me to actually cancel the show, like originally. Cause I know the show has been kind of like in a bunch of different places, but like there became a time where I was like, I'm having all these great conversations with these people. And then I never talked to them again. And I'm like, that weighed on me a lot yeah. because it felt like I was, like using people like in a weird kind of way. Like I didn't want anybody to ever feel like they came on the show. They filled a spot and then I just kind of moved on and it was really, and this is still something that like is on my mind, but it's not as debilitating or crushing or paralyzing yeah. as, it, as it once was, but it definitely is still a thing. But, and maybe is a reason why I've brought a lot of people like friends back on, well, right? Like the mix of like friends versus complete strangers is different because I'm almost using this as a point to go. I haven't talked to you in like three years in some cases. Can we just catch up for God's sake? Yeah. And, and I mean, the original show, the whole concept of it was, you know, sweet hangs with a new stranger every week. Mm-hmm. So like I came into that knowing, Hey, this was my one time on we, the gamer cast. And you know, if Sean and I are going to be friends, we'll tweet each other once in a while or something. Yeah, But, I mean, if you look back at those, you know, original set of episodes, there were a couple of repeat guests. Sometimes they mm-hmm. had to change names to get back on, but they got there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of weird rules. That was the thing. Like, and I talked to Donnie about it. He's like, why do you have all these rules? I'm like, I don't know. You're just, it is dumb. You're just like, I thought it was cool at the time. But yeah, pretty um, much. I looked at, like, your E3 episodes as a way to get some of the people that you really liked totally. back. And then yeah. when you kind of, like, went away from it and then, like, you came back and you were like, you know what? I'm going to talk to the people I want to. If strangers mm-hmm. are coming on, that's going to be really good. But I'm going to talk to the people I want to, how I want to, and when I want to. So yeah. you brought, what was it? Ed Placencia came back, right? Mm-hmm. And then the next times. thing you know, that turned into like, okay, well, the first two episodes back are going to be him. And yeah. so the new format, you know, obviously it's mentally working better for you. You feel better about it. You have mm-hmm. less weight. You're like, you know what? I want to have a conversation with you. And well, now we're going to have two. And, and then you went back yeah. to weekly and... You know, it was weekly. The weekly is definitely the need. It needs to be. It needs to be weekly. I think even just for like to keep it going. Like I don't know if you feel. Do you ever feel rusty when you jump back into a podcast? Like when it's when it's monthly. Like I definitely did. Not that this would happen to everybody, but I wasn't. um, I felt like I was just getting back into the groove of things as the conversations were coming to an end when it was monthly. So one of the things, like with me and Jeremy, I think one of the reasons why our shows were so long and mostly still are to this point. Yeah. Is because it was only once a month. So we'd get on right. and we'd have all these ideas and we would just start talking. And next thing you know, we were like, oh, we haven't touched on this. Let's do this. Let's do this. And next thing mm-hmm. you know, it's like two and a half hours later because we're spending all that time catching up because we can't connect as often. Right. Um, so I, I would love the ability to go more often and mm-hmm. 
like you said, kind of it's it's not that I feel rusty. Um, I feel like at any point I can just jump in and pick up a conversation with any of those guys and we'll be fine. Right. But it's just the fact that I miss it so much. I don't want the call to end. And I think that's to a detriment at some point. And to the podcast, you mean? Yes. Because yeah. sometimes it's too long and obviously there's, you know, so Patrick doing some of the editing, he will cut out entire segments because it was yeah. just like, well, that didn't really help us a whole lot. And it's like, well, I'm glad you make those decisions because I just put everything on there. And it's like, if people want to listen, they will. Um, For sure. And then it was uh, last month, neither Jeremy or myself could be on. Like, I couldn't make it and he couldn't make it. So for the first time ever, we had a Backlog Busters episode where none of the two original people were there. I was so confused. And, I didn't know what I was listening but to. But the thing is, <laughs> like, when I listened to it, like, I was so happy because those three guys, they had a great conversation. Yeah. Uh, they gelled really well without either of us there. And mm-hmm. it was like they kept it moving. So yeah. it, it got done. It got put out. It was, like, short and concise. And I'm like, man, we need more of that. Not that I'm yeah, saying we need less people on there or we need less of me and Jeremy. What I'm saying is like we and, and the guys realize it, too. We just need somebody like every month to take charge and be like, we're going to hit our topics and we're going to go mm-hmm. home. You can talk after the podcast is over. You can talk before it's over. But for the podcast, it's like this is where we're going. This is our direction. You know, hour and a half. Let's do it. So I don't know how many episodes you guys are in, but you must be at least ten in. Where that that was that used to be the magical number that Bobby Pauls used yeah, to that's say why all we the time. You gotta get ten, number. right? So that's the I think that was some of the I don't know if you want to call it advice, but that was some of the comments that I was that I was providing was like you're gonna find something somewhere along the way and you'll make your own choice. And I feel like you guys just did that. Like nobody else was gonna tell you to do that. Like live just like free and wild and just like just improvise, just make it up as you go along. Somewhere along the lines, you're going to like something will become very clear to you. And that's the magic of creating things in a group and in a group of people that you know and trust. And so is this the future like this? Is this the future of of the show? Just kind of like it doesn't necessarily have to be you. Like, what do you what do you want for Backlog Busters in the next three years? What I want is to have a slightly bigger community. Yeah. Where we have more people involved in random ways. Like, you know, we got the five guys on the show. We can bring Mm -hmm. on a guest every once in a while, but if one or two people can't make it, the show can still go on. So that's, what's important to me It's like last month, Jeremy and I couldn't make it, but we still put a show out even though I wasn't on it. So Mm -hmm. like that makes me happy because obviously even though, you know, I, I look at the downloads and I'm like, eh, we only got so many listeners or whatever Podbean is showing me. It's yeah. like, I know there's people listening and I know the only way to keep people listening is if stuff comes out at least consistency. Yeah. So, you know, in that regards, like if I can't make it, I'm happy. And the whole reason I brought on not just like one person to be like, hey, I still want to do the show. The whole reason I brought a team on was because I wanted it to go on if one or two people couldn't make it. Right. Um. You know, we've always got like skinny Matt in the back pocket because him and I are mm-hmm. always trying to talk about doing something. So we had him on once and but he's an East Coast guy and it's hard to catch up. That is tough. Um, East Coast to Pacific time is impossible, right. man. And then it's it's just like I want I want all the guys to be comfortable. And if they have an yeah. idea, I want them to run with it. Like yeah. when I told Patrick, I was like, hey, listen, I know you're putting out your YouTube reviews, but you used to put them out in audio form, too. I was mm-hmm. like, if you want to, you know, rip the audio, 
put some music on it and throw it on the feed. He's like, oh, I wasn't sure if you'd like that. I'm like, dude, I was like, the Backlog Busters is us. Like, I might have been the one who basically started it. But, like, you guys are part of the team. Like, if you want to just throw something on there. Like, that's why I was happy when he came up with that, like, uh, mid-month retro talk where he Mm -hmm. has somebody on and they talk about an old game. Like, I love that. It just, it puts something else out there. Um, Yeah, man. I don't know if you listened to it, but we've had a hungry pup had like yeah just like a brief little 10 to 15 minute thing well he was he was the first and only person who ever like emailed me because he found the podcast online so he was like i was searching in you know the podcast thing like for just like a podcast about backlogs and you guys came up i've been listening to like 10 or so episodes Oh, i remember hearing that story that's right that's right he was just telling me about that like i saw i like emailed him back i'm like dude this is awesome i was like if you're not on twitter get on twitter you know Mm -hmm. these are the guys this is us interact with us i was like everybody's gonna be happy and it was funny because he was on the me and jeremy episodes when he emailed me whereas we had already converted over to having extra people so like we were in this travel so i was like man i hope you still like it when you get to all this new stuff (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, then, things are about to change but then he started like he got on podbean and he started putting out like his little review sessions or whatever yeah. so i was just like hey listen i was like obviously you're on podbean like if you don't want to have to pay for hosting or whatever like we've mm-hmm. interacted enough i've had a conversation with you i hear your show it's still family friendly it's you know it like meets all of our standards if you want just throw it on the feed yeah and he was like really and i'm like yeah I was like, and in fact, you know, we'll hook up, we'll have a chat about it, we'll announce it, and then after that, I'll give you the login and password, and you can just, like, whenever you record one, throw it on the feed. He's like, are you kidding? He's like, I was listening to you guys, and now you're, like, letting me be part of it? I'm like, dude, I just, like... The those more... are life changing moments, man. Those are those are things that people won't forget yeah. for as long as they live. Like that's and I have I, I think you and I both have kind of similar moments like that with with some of our other friends as well. Like, you know, Andrew Semichek allowing even just me to take on We the Gamer cast to the point where I'm like, maybe I should put the show on We the Nerdy. Yep. <laughs> I feel like I probably should post it there or something. I right, don't know. But man. he let you do what you want with it. Yeah. And, then, and I'll never forget it. And as long as I live until like Alzheimer's takes my memories away from me. And then when I had that conversation with uh with Hungry Pup. That's when I reached out to Donnie and I was like, hey, listen, this might sound stupid. Oh, yeah. But I am, uh, I would like to, as a goof, you know, a one off, I would like to take the PSVG logo and just, yeah. you know, blah, 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 blah. So that's when, like, Patrick, like, broke it in half and put the O in there. So I had, like, play some old video games. Yeah, man. And Donnie was like, yeah, dude, go for it. So, like, when it was done, I sent it to him. I'm like, hey, this is what I was going to put out there on the blog post, you know, for funny. And he thought mm-hmm. it was hilarious. Like, Dev, you know, put a comment on there saying that he thought it was funny. And I was like, yeah. and so to me, that's awesome. So what's happening with that? Is that, like, just a logo thing or is that, like, a show? Is that something that's going to happen? I, I honestly don't know. I, I thought it would be That's funny. something, man. That is that is what – oh, man. Like, you should I'm, definitely – I'm going to don't let that go. in some way, but I, I don't yeah. know how. Like, it came to If me you just, don't, I will. You can't because I create no, I'm joking. but like I thought it would be <laughs> funny, like you know, because PSVG, it was like when I started listening to podcasts, that was like the first network that I listened to. I mean, For other sure. than like what is it, the like IGN, IGN and, and yeah, but then I cut all those guys out. So like to Same. me, PSVG is like the big network I listen to. Like mm-hmm. the fact that I get to talk to Donnie and those guys and like you know you and Guru and stuff like that, like that's pretty cool to me because like I'm this small timer and you guys are like. I, obviously you guys are small timers too, but 
Yeah. Like from my standpoint, you guys are the ones with the viewerships and the listeners and all the interactions and stuff. And so like when I like brought that up to him, I expected him to be like, yeah, this is my thanks, IP. No <laughs> I'd appreciate yeah. it if you didn't do it. And he was like, cool. So then are you in their discord at all or you don't go in there? Yeah, I, I can barely keep up, but I'm in there. So yeah. Pikmin broke. And yeah, Donnie's talking about Pikmin in the Nintendo Shack thing. So mm-hmm. I went in there. And I was like, hey, Donnie, how about you sit out the next Nintendo Shack and let Kevin on there? And he's like, what? I'm like, yeah, you know, Kevin likes Pikmin. So Donnie and I got into this weird fake argument where he was like, dude, I'm thinking about banning you from like the Discord at this point. (laughs) So like him and I are going back and forth. And he's like, you can't suggest that I don't even go on my own show and bring in Kevin. And he's like, you know what? You can't use the logo anymore. And he's like, Jason is there a way for me to ban him from even coming into the Nintendo shack room after these comments? <laughs> I'm sure there is. And it went, so I went and like, I made an apology gif with like no more heroes. He goes, you're going to have to do harder than that. So then I did a Mario and Luigi one and I put my face on Mario and his on Luigi. And he goes, you got to be shitting me. There's no way in any universe. Someone cast me as Luigi to your Mario. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. for a day and a half, we just like argued back and forth and like me fake apologizing and him saying he was going to kick me out and, you know, we moved on. And this is how you get indoctrinated into the PSVG family. But it was hilarious. Just like, just a, a month worth of shit talk yeah, back and forth. I, and, yeah. And there, I know there were people looking at this like, what the hell did this guy do? Like, did yeah. he just stare, seriously step on Donnie's nuts like that? So, but it was, <laughs> but I just like, I love the fact that like I can talk to Donnie and he gave me permission to like, yeah, man. his logo and use it. So I'm going to have to do something for it. But play some old video games it's it's an absolutely perfect name like there's there's too much there to ignore Mm -hmm. so i hope you do something with it i always i always laugh at at like how often i just end up um i love catching up with people love chatting with people but nine times out of ten it's like okay so you're doing a podcast now like this is the end advice that i end up providing people like psv wait psovg yes that's it that's a tough one psvg kind of already sounds pretty good it's tough to do it just as the old but play some old video games as a name is pretty damn good it's almost as good as backlog busters man (laughs) and it's pretty good yeah and i think i'm going to use it like like if i ever do like brief reviews on something that i played that obviously hasn't come out for a few years or Mm -hmm. like blog posts and stuff like that you know just throw it onto there yeah but i yeah man i enjoy it and like I said, I love the fact that everybody is so open about people being involved in their community. That's just it. That's what it's all about, man. That's the best part is just like throwing something out there and somebody else kind of like, oh, let's talk. That's just kind of right. what brings us all together. But then the other thing is like, I mean, if you look at it, obviously a ton of people have come on your show and wanted to start podcasts afterwards or they wanted to do it. So they give this a try to see if it works or not. Right. But like when I hear like the PSVG guys talk about how. Like in June, they got a million downloads. And then like I look at the Discord and I'm like, why aren't there more people interacting? Like who are Mm -hmm. these people who are just content to like listen to the podcast and not be part of these conversations and like on Twitter or in the Discord? And like your guys' Discord is like blowing up with all the Animal Crossing stuff that Bobby's doing. But I mean still it's it's like like your guys' Discord, like I go in there and it's like I don't even recognize anybody anymore. I know. It's it's insane. It's actually insane. But to the point too of like who, who's just listening, like I often – or I find myself sometimes thinking about that kind of thing. But then I'm like – I look at my list of podcasts that I listen to and I'm like I can't, I can't actually get to 
either comment in their discord or say something on Twitter. Like I, it's almost too much. So I am that listener to countless podcasts where like, they would never know that I'm listening. Like they're just basing it on like engagement and stuff. Like you just never even know that I'm there. And I feel like that's a lot of people. They just kind of like you scroll through, you scrub through your podcast, you get through it. And this kind of, that's it. And you love it and you have a connection to it, but it's that that's why the people who do engage that's why, like, that, that's why it's so special. Like, and you know that as a content creator as well. Like, you know that that's like, holy crap, like, you actually, like, left a review. It's not, not easy to do. Most people don't even use Apple Podcasts. Yeah. It's really hard to do, like, to go out of your way to do that sort of thing. That's why people like Eggshin amaze me. Oh, my gosh. Because oh, I know. that dude, like, one, I enjoyed having a conversation with him. I love mm-hmm. all my interactions with him. But he's all over the place. He, yeah. You know, he's talking to you guys. He's talking to PSVG. I got to get him on this show. You do. Like, he's just yeah. a fun guy. And, like, he left a review, on, like, there for a while. Every time we had a new podcast come out, he would put, like, a little, like, comment on Podbean. Hey, great chat, guys. Mm-hmm. Hey, I enjoyed this aspect of it. And it was mm-hmm. like everybody was talking about, hey, thanks for the good words, Zach Bradshaw. And it was like, like, that's the guy that motivates you to want to keep doing Seriously. it. Like, you know, yeah. guys like him and guys like... uh hungry pup and it's like Mm -hmm. the whole reason like obviously i do this for the conversations and that but the motivation to keep going is the fact that i know there are people out there who enjoy what i'm putting out and they let me know and it's like that's i appreciate you guys more than anything and it i don't know it's it's special it's it's a kind of special you don't understand until you get it and like i know you know it because you know people are always like ah pants 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 but it, it's like every <laughs> single time, it, it's like you get this like good feeling. Like, yeah, I got to say, like, it, it's one of those things that like it never you you never take it for granted. That's for sure. And it, <laughs> nine times a ten, it is Zach. It's like a hug First one to listen kid. to. Yeah, it's oh, dude, that's yeah. Like I come home else. and one of my kids will mm-hmm. run over to me and give me a hug. And it's like my day is better. Yeah, I put out a time. podcast and somebody leaves a comment and I'm like, my day is better. It's like. Mm-hmm. well when when lincoln and i went out for our walk today like we tried to get out before it got too hot you know like maybe 87 i think <laughs> i don't know how hot it was um but we went out and he's so happy he's skipping along he's like looking at the trees he's like that that stereotypical just like not a care in the world and i'm thinking about like a trillion other things and it actually took me a lot of conscious effort to just go like look at that kid Look how, like, unbridled, like, look at the unbridled happiness that he has. He's looking at everything in the world and just, like, he couldn't be happier. And I'm thinking about all these things, and I'm like, how about I just be here right now? How about I just, like, not think about all these other things that are taking me away from, like, this? And, like, look at him, and I learned, like, just how to, like, he's like, look at this tree! And he shakes the tree, and he thinks that tree is, like, the best thing in the world. And then he moves on to the next thing. Look at this thing! And he climbs up on this thing. He's like, isn't this awesome? I'm like, yes! Like, that's, in my core, that's who I am. But I have all these other things that I tend to think about all at the same time. And that takes me away from, isn't this awesome? Like, everything was awesome. Yeah. And then you start thinking about too many things and it becomes, like, not awesome. And, and that's one of the things. Like, we need to slow down and just look at the world mm-hmm. through our kids' eyes once in a while. Because, like, mm-hmm. there are times where, like, my kids are trying to get my attention. And, like, I'm focused on – I'm like, no, not right now. Not right now. Daddy's busy. Daddy's busy. It's like, you know what? Yeah. Daddy being busy sucks. So yeah. how about – and my kids – are crazy. They're very rough and tumble. <laughs> they like to beat daddy up. One of yeah. the things you cannot do is lay down on the floor. Yeah. So they'll jump on you. They will 
like my daughter will just come over and start smacking me in the stomach. But then, <laughs> and I'm sure I feel like you probably get this too because the kids are so close in age, they get jealous of each mm-hmm. other. Oh wait, someone's yep. getting attention. Someone's talking to dad. So what I do is like, you know what? I need to just spend some time with my kids. So I'll just like lay down. And next thing I know, one of them will come over and like jump on me. And yep. today I did it. So both of them were like pounding on my belly or one would mm-hmm. like sit on me. So the other would like run and push them off. So for like 10 minutes, they were just pushing each other off of me, like playing King of the Hill. And we, like I'm just we may have done, We may have done the exact same thing at the exact same time today. Yeah, kind of like Armageddon when he was talking when Ben Affleck's like, "Do you think like somebody else is doing the same thing at the same time in the, somewhere in the world?" The animal crackers and everything. Exactly. I think I think we had an animal crackers moment today, Serge. It's very possible. I wish I would have like I wish I had a way to like determine what exact time that was because we did the exact same thing. Yeah, it, and it, was it doesn't best. matter what time it was. We were we were <laughs> synced up because this podcast was happening, so the world was aligning. That's probably why. That's probably why. Yeah, man. <laughs> Well, it's been amazing to catch up with you, dude. Um, we should do this again sometime, either on my show or some other, or not on a show at all. We should play. We, are you playing any multiplayer games at all? Like, is there a chance that we play multiplayer games at all together? So the problem with multiplayer is, it, if I have a chance to do it, everybody has to be in bed, or Fair. somebody's going to want some food or some Gatorade or a diaper change or yeah. It's That's like, like what I podcasted this time. It's after bedtime. Yeah, but your after bedtime is different than my. I mean, we're only an hour apart. Right. But, What's after bedtime? For well, you? my working hours, I work 2 to 11 most days. So yeah, by the time I, I get that. home, it's 1130 to midnight, which is 1 a.m. your time. 1030. No. Oh, yeah. Later. You're yeah, later yeah. than me. Yeah. So this is why I can't ever play games with the East Coast people. Uh, so, yeah. And the other thing is, it's like, should we start a doodle poll? Do we need to start a doodle poll or something? We, for avail- well, availability. What we need to do is just be like, okay, Sean, I will play with you on the 18th, and then I'll put in a request at work. I know. I cannot work on the 18th. Is that what it's going to take? You actually have to like book time off of work or something? I book time off of work for everything. When we plan the podcast, I get one weekend off a month. Yeah. So then I ask my wife, hey, babe, I'm off Saturday and Sunday. What are your working hours? Are you going to be home? Do you mind watching the kids so I can podcast? Like I have to yeah. book all of this stuff. That's one of the reasons I started doing it in my car. Yeah. Was like Same. not to like mirror what you were doing or anything it was just like no it's literally the only free time yeah. you have like I, it's it's this idle time that you have like i have a 30 to 40 minute drive depending on what yeah, traffic man. is like i'm like mm-hmm. i need to make use of this so I, I i don't have the computer with the cool microphone yet but i'll get there if if i can keep getting people to chat with me yeah <laughs> it took me about a year and a half i think before i actually went to because i think the entire time with dave it was just my phone like it was actually just my iPhone and like the whatever. But Apple Dave was doing the recording, earphones. right? Dave was doing the recording, and then when Luke came on, yeah, I, I did the recording on my end. So it changed the entire thing. Yeah. Which I think, like, I've I've learned lately that people don't think that I'm in a car, which is oh, surprising to me I saw because those I'm conversations. literally conversations like yes. in the Discord the other day where like the only thing that would make this better is if like you put your hands on a fake wheel, and I'm like, he's driving. I'm actually an actual wheel, so I think I need to like hone in on this a little bit more. Uh, I know it's been maybe a couple weeks since I've gone. I think I got I got Craig the Brute some food at the drive-in this past week, yeah. but I think I just need to make it more, maybe more at the start of the show. It used to be like the first thing Dave and I did. It was like the very first, like we were chatting along, and then I get my drink and whatever, and then I move on. And actually, I would actually drive to work in those in those days. Right. But oh man, those were the good old days when you used to drive anyway. to work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've saved so much money in gas and bus passes and everything this <laughs> because of COVID. 
I mean, but your McDonald's Coke, like half your McDonald's Coke yeah. bill is still pretty high. It's definitely it's embarrassing when I look at my bank statements and see McDonald's. Like, if people think that it, I only go to McDonald's for the Xbox Drive, no, so that's the cheat. In, day. in order to cheat yourself and get away from seeing that there, you need to get like a McDonald's gift card. Just be yeah. like, I'm going to put fifty bucks on there, and just that's keep going, point. and then you're not going to see each point. transaction on your bank account. It's much better, actually. Yeah, totally different. <laughs> it's completely different. Uh, Grouchy Surge, can you tell all the people where they can find you on the internet and all the things that we talked about today? Where can they all discover all the great things that you do? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Grouchy, G-R-R-O-U-C-H-I-E. Two R's because one is always taken. Um, and just follow <laughs> the Backlog Busters. If you search for Backlog Busters, you're going to find a lot of stuff that I have done, haven't done, and stuff I need to get back to. We have a MySpace. We <laughs> No, you don't. We have an ICQ account. <laughs> no, you don't. Do you have an ICQ? Oh, yeah. Can you even make one? Yeah, yeah. That's, is that real? I have an ICQ account. I used to post like artwork on there. We have a MySpace. Stop. We, oh, my God. Uh, that's amazing. I'm downloading have, ICQ right now. We have the blog. We have a little bit of everything, but mostly just follow us on Twitter. We are playing uh, Backlog Bingo for the rest of the year. I've actually given out a couple of prizes. One person is going to have a full blackout. He's going to get like a $25 probably steam gift card because that's where he plays most of his games oh my god i just started a mario backlog bingo so if you get a bingo on that i'll probably send out like a five dollar eShop card and if you complete every game that's listed there i i have uh, different prizes in mind that i'll mail people and then uh, okay. next year we're going to do backlog bingo again because we've had some fun interactions with it i think i'm i feel like by the time i, I downloaded the card i was like too far into the year i i almost want to just fast forward i think for a lot of us want to just fast forward to january listen 2021 it couldn't be worse than this year right this year is a loss and i'm just trying to salvage Mm -hmm. what fun we can this year right that's what everybody said i wanted like man that's what everybody said about 2019 everybody was really upset with 2019 like oh what a garbage year blah 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 2020 is a year well and then i don't know in video gaming every year is a good year there's a million good games and there's stuff that nobody's talking to but as far as like the way life has gone it's like if you can find fun this year, you're doing a good job no matter what. Hey, that's a good motto it, for this year. It really is. You have to make your own fun. Like, yeah. the world might suck, but if you have friends to talk to, if you have games to play, if you have a family to hang out with, you know, hold on to the important stuff because that's what life is about. Life isn't about, you know, oh, well, I got to go to work without a mask on today. You know, this is this is just the way the world is at the moment. You deal with it. It's going to change again at some point. But hold on to your friends, hold on to your family, and uh, keep on backlogging. Man, shout out to Zach Bradshaw (laughs) for being the dude. He He supports so many people. He makes so many people feel great. And it's this... It's this incredible energy that you can't, like, insert what happens, right? So, Zach makes me feel good. He makes Grouchy feel good. He makes everybody at PSVG feel good. Which means that when we create content, hopefully the idea is that we're putting it out there for other people to listen to, and then they feel good. So, it's just like this, I don't know. I don't know how else to describe it. It's just like this chain reaction. Just like one little, like, nicety. One little random act, but not so random act of kindness has this ripple effect and it's you can actually track it like you can actually this is not imaginary you can actually see it happen i definitely feel it and i know that people at least at least six people enjoy listening to this show 
and they, they feel good about it. They feel like, I don't know, it's, I don't know what you guys exactly are getting out of it, but I enjoy doing it. So at the very least, I enjoy doing it. I know people enjoy being on the show. It's great to catch up with friends, and it's just, it's just awesome. So anybody who's like a Zach Bradshaw, any of you guys who are encouraging content creators, who are letting them know that they're doing a good job, thank you so much. That is, it's bigger than you could ever imagine, and it's absolutely wonderful. And I love doing the show, and I love that you guys are listening to this. And if you want to support it, you can follow me on Twitter at Sean Capri. Sean Capri, wait, Sean LeConnery Capri, like the pants. I gotta get to work. Holy crap! Um, what else can you do? You can rate it on Apple Podcasts. I'll read it on the show. You can follow me on Twitch because I'm streaming again. Twitch.tv/slash Sean Capri. And if you really like the show, you can toss a buck or two or ten to Patreon.com/slash you. I can't even talk today. Patreon.com/slash you me Capri. You get the bonus content like my solo AMA show, The Pants Patreon Podcast for Patrons Podcast. It's a great time. Shout out to uh, Jared Gautier, wherever you are, highly intelligent for the amazing artwork. I would love it if you guys checked out the Xbox Drive if you're not already. Cup of Joe and Nintendo, just a couple half an hour to 40 minute shows with my friends, Ryan Turford and Bobby Pauls, respectively. Just a bunch of video game chat. This is a, as I said, a slice of lice. <laughs> this is That's going to go down with amazing, I think, Skinny Matt. It's super fun to be doing this, and next week, guys, I'm going to be here with Thomas King, who's another just, I, I think he was also here like three years ago, so it's really fun catch up with some of these people. It's been great. Uh, I gotta get, if you guys have people that you want on the show as well, keep keep sending in recommendations. I'm booked for a little bit, but uh, otherwise, oh, I'm running out of time. Otherwise, this is We The Gamer Cast. I'm going to be back next week. I hope you're there too. Now let's go on a journey to find Jason. We're also looking for Sean. Nobody remembers looking for Sean, but we remember looking for Jason, so let's go look for Jason. Okay, right now. Jason! 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 Sean! Sean! where are you? Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Jason! 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 Jason!